recorded live. Hi, everybody. It's September 24th, 2015, and it's time for my private audio call. Tonight, our special guest speaker is Adam, also known as Vic Beck. He's been on before, and everybody loves it when you come on. Hi there. I keep wanting to call you Vic. It's hard for me to get used to calling you Adam. Is that weird or what? Uh, yeah, you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so still, many years, you know, we called you Vic, and now, okay. Yeah, I'm still doing it. I still do it to myself sometimes, and the uh, family does it. So, yeah, it's uh, part of reprogramming the thinking, I guess. And I guess. We'll, so, we'll get, go ahead, what? I say we'll get there, and in the meantime, it's, you know, just call it referred to it as a nickname. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, it's just it's for, for legal purposes or in Wonderland, it's paramount not to be associated with that old name. Mm, I understand. As long as they don't call you something bad, right? <laughs> yeah, don't call me a cab. Don't call me Lisa Leonard. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about tonight? What did you have uh, in mind? Uh, just some updated stuff. Well, I noticed uh, I was perusing through yesterday. We didn't have anyone scheduled for today, and uh, so I thought, well, I'll give you a ding or a note on that. And, of course, you responded for the, uh, this morning about it, so kind of threw something together quickly. <clears throat> but... Uh, we had a Skype call. Uh, some of us have a Skype call every Sunday evening, and uh, we had one the Sunday past. And just uh, the, the content of that conversation, conversation, I thought would be good to share here uh, for people. So, you know, it's my, a lot of what I'm going to speak about tonight, or some of what I'm going to speak about tonight, was covered on my last call, or last visit here, uh, July the second, uh, summer past, 2015. And uh, I think on there I explained why. Uh, the use of the name Adam and not Vic, mm-hmm. and that is because the former name uh, Victor Beck was registered at birth, and that's associated to me, and it's in the public record, it's in the public domain, it's actually Her Majesty's name, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so to totally disassociate myself with all of that, those records in the public domain, mm-hmm. um, in part requires a new name be taken that's not in the system and it's never going to be part of the system. It's my name, and if anyone wants to use it, you could say there's a fee for that. I'm not necessarily into that sort of thing. But in any case, I'm totally disassociated now with the former records, uh, the, the records that are in the, in the public domain. And uh, that's our reason for the name change. And uh, so, anyhow, maybe tonight people might have a better understanding of uh, why they are actually. You know, part of a legal society where legality is the rule of law and also to help people see uh, the way out. <clears throat> it's hard to get out of something if you don't know why you're in it or how you got in it or what keeps you in it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I chat with a lot of people and some people are aware of this stuff and they kind of try to play both sides of the fence. And I guess, you know, you can do that from time to time, but what I'm talking about here is to get completely out of Dodge and, uh, the path that I'm taking to do that, and uh, people may see the sense of it, maybe not. It's it's really not that complicated. Um, so, hey, you know, if you're ready to go, I'll get I'll get into the meat now. Yeah, we're ready to go. All right. <clears throat> well, what I just said about uh, helping folks to see their way out there, it's hard to get out of something if you don't know you're you are in it, or how you got in, or what keeps you in. And of course, here we're talking about legal land. Everyone's a member of a legal society. And, uh, you know, to put, it, put that simply, if a man fall, was to fall down a deep hole, there is but one thing he need do to free himself of that prison. Prison. He can fight and scream and yell and blame all he wants, and all he need do is climb up. That's it. 
And uh, so that's kind of the metaphor for uh, the basis of tonight's call. And I thought I'd start with the free man on the land claim that they are not subject to government acts and rules, so on and so forth. And uh, the, you know the, the serious problems with that whole mind, that whole mode of thinking. Mm-hmm. And see, when you say I'm a free man on the land and I'm not subject to your, I don't have to have a driver's license. I'm not subject to your acts, rules, and regulations. That's fine. But what they're not saying is, oh, what law are you subject to? And you have to think about that, you know, so what law do they obey? obey? What judgments are they subject to? Their own? (laughs) They never bring that up, so it is left to interpretation that they make their own law. And I don't know about you people, but it was a scary proposition, uh, you know, for for people to to be broadcasting that and and our neighbors, uh, well, I'm not subject to any law whatsoever, so I can do whatever the heck I want. And that's the perception, I think, in the public authorities. And as far as I can tell, that is one of the biggest problems, but not the big one. You know, <clears throat> yeah, meaning being um, we're not subject. Great, okay, you're not subject to Canadian law. You're not subject to American law. But what law are you subject to and what judgments are you subject? Pardon me, what law do you obey and what judgments are you subject to? And the free men never get into that. So it's, it's perceived anyhow is that they're, they're going to make their own law or their law unto themselves. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to be allowed to happen. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it to happen. You know, every man makes his own law. Then whatever man claims is right and just for him is, would, you know, it would just be a nightmare for us all. And uh, so the big one, uh, the free man, for the free man is uh, is that. That's why I think that there's this whole thing in the United States that uh, the free man movement is is the biggest threat. And we'll get further into that. You know, I just wanted to say that, not to pick on the free man, but it's, <clears throat> we all have to observe our law some sort, from some source, and we have to be uh, subject to judgments. Otherwise, we're saying we're not responsible for anything we do. That's <laughs> basically the bottom line, and I believe that's how the public authorities are perceiving that. So, um, I just obey the golden rule. Yeah, but then, you know, stuff happens, and, and you know, things happen, and, uh, you can't just say, well, the golden rule applies or... Well, God's uh, law, you know. Well, okay, fair enough, and that's, that's exactly what this is about. So first off, and uh, I'm going to get into some meat here with respect to the things that people are keeping people bound into the system. Mm-hmm. Some may be aware of these things, others may not be. And to start with, uh, if a birth was registered in the name they used is part of that registration, they are party to a civil registration. They are part of an act. They are a member of a legally created society. <clears throat> they are down in that deep hole. And as I said back back here in July the 2nd, their life, liberty, and property is vested in the king or the country. They don't own anything, not even themselves. They do, but they don't. <laughs> That's the thing. And I spoke of civil registration last time I was on here, Victoria, and uh, shared a United Nations uh, doc handbook on that, uh, the United Nations, the UNF 71. And it makes it very clear in there the purpose of civil registration. The bottom line of civil registration, which is births, deaths, marriages, change of name and adoption, is to establish legal certainty. The name people use that was registered connects them to legality. All countries are legal creations, and the men and women who are connected to a country are, but are not, in the legal sense, man or a woman. So you are, but you're not. And uh, so 
these are things we have to face. And this is a, another reason I've taken a new name is I've totally dis disassociated myself from that registry, that civil registry, not in there, not part of it, blah, 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 blah. We talked about that in, in great detail, I think, on our July 2nd call here. And uh, so the things we are talking about on the Skype call uh, Sunday past, it, it, that people need to be aware of here, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, I don't know, but I'm going to get into it anyhow. And it is this, unless a man has a birth certificate, a legal name, a legal identity, is party to civil is a party to civil registration, the doorway through which man passes from reality into fiction. Man cannot, he cannot get a driver's license, he cannot get postal service, he cannot get a bank account, a social insurance card, or a tax card, he cannot get a job to earn a living, you know, get the necessities of life as people perceive it now. He cannot get government benefits, welfare, etc. He's part of an act of a bill. He cannot file a claim in a Canada uh, or provincial or county court. Applicant, plaintiff means person. <laughs> he cannot vote. And it's not that man wants any of those things or privileges. That is not my point. Not at all. And I'm just going to pick on one of those above topics, and here seems to be a big one that people are totally unaware of, and that is I'm going to focus on the postal address. A man cannot get a postal cannot get postal service. <laughs> Listen, a man cannot get postal service. But he does, if he does have such such service, I don't care what name he's using, whatever the case may be. This begs the question: What 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 is man then? If a man can't get postal service, then what is man? And I contacted the supervisor of the local post office, and anyone here can do that. And, I, and said, you know, I need postal service, but I don't have any government documentation whatsoever. He says, you don't have a birth certificate? I says, no. Nope. He says, well, we need proof of residency. We need to see a birth certificate, a driver's license. We need to have proof of residency, or you cannot get mail serviced, period. <clears throat> and a lot of people out there are putting addresses on your information. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's a serious, serious problem if you want to be completely out of wonderland. And I'm um, going to get further into that of an alternative, how we can get there. So, people, uh, if you're not, you know, you want to find out for yourself, call your post office, have a conversation, go in and talk to them. Uh, preferably one that they don't know you, because you know, then you might have a hard time. Well, it doesn't really matter, I suppose. But point is, if you don't have that government identity documentation, which is actually a change of identity, you can't get a postal service. So, if you have postal service, it obviously begs the question. What what am I then? <laughs> In other words, man is not man. He is, but he isn't. So, to, you know, to receive any one of those things from the list I read, I already said that, man, uh, yes, man suffers a change of identity, a diminishment of status from man who creates governments, in which case man is God in that sense, to the status of a creature of the government. This is why they this is being forced on people, but this is why they set the system up in the manner they have. They need you to believe you need these things so you volunteer in. And at which point, and that list, by the way, is not necessarily exhaustive, but at which point you are now a creature of the government. You're a member of that legal, legal society, which is all legal creations, and you're volunteering in. You ask for it. You go, and get, you go get postal service, you ask for it. <laughs> you know, regardless of what you believe, that's what you're doing. And... Uh, so that list of things I read is not necessarily exhaustive. And if man partakes in any one or all of them, 
it is legal proof. Man is part of a legal society down in that deep hole. Legal proof. That's how the legal man is going to see it. That's how law enforcement is going to see it. That's the legal proof. That's also the address for legal service. It's all got to do with, I said earlier about that, um, legal certainty. So now you know where, where you are in a deep hole and why. And again, that list is not exhaustive, but the post, the postal address is, is, is a huge one. And everyone I know, you know, they write their letters, blah, 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 whatever they do, they always provide, first off, they provide the name that is part of the system. And then they, to compound that issue, they, that legal identity, the legality of the whole thing, they have a, uh, they use a, a postal service. They put down a return address. <laughs> Here I am, proof of residency. So now you're in the country, which is just a fiction, but there you are. And if this is all to do with this, how the legal side of the equation are those in Wonderland, the powers that be in Wonderland, see you, perceive you, and this is why they attack you, or they're not really attacking you, ask for it. And uh, I think we talked about the promises as well in a previous call, so we won't go down that path. But, but no, doubt, no doubt folks are wondering, how do I get by then? How do I live without a tax number? An employer, because an employer must see, see a tax number to hire uh, one, and so you have money. How do I get by without a bank account or drive without a license and not be arrested and charged? Well, one thing I never hear people speak of is peace. <laughs> and that's going to be the basis of this conversation. So that's a real brief overview of some of the things that have people bound up or locked into the, to the, to the legal society, you know, as members of a country. All graven images, they only exist in the mind. You know, Canada, Section 4 of the Constitution Act for Canada here clearly states that, it's, that Canada is constituted under this act. It's all an act. <laughs> not real. The dirt you're walking on is not Canada, and the same applies to the United States or any country, civilized country out there. And uh, so what I'm talking about here now is, okay, you want to come out of the system, and you want to, but you want to have the food on the table, you want to have the roof over your head, so on and so forth. You want to almost kind of live the exact same life you're living now, but without the legality, and live in peace. That's what I'm going to talk about. And I sense people will hear what I just said and go, no way, man, peace, are you kidding me? They screw me and I'm going to get revenge. And, you know, this is victim mentality as far as I'm concerned, but, hey, it's, you know, war begats war. There's no, never going to come to peace on that. It's not going to be, life's going to be a constant battle. This is for people who want to be in peace, who want peace in their life. If you want to fight, this call is not for you. And we should, we, and we, we should consider that there are two interests at play here. God's slash man's in the public interest. And I suggest there is no way, no how, a man is going to obtain the freedom he seeks and keep it if his actions conflict with the public interest. If what he's doing conflicts with the public interest, <clears throat> it's, he's going to have to face the beast. And uh, call it the beast that don't care. We should be mindful of the fact of its existence. And the courts always talk about this. They look to the liberty of the individual, and they got to weigh that against the public interest. And of course, when we're coming to peace, we're, we're talking about coming coming completely out of the public. But you still have to. We still have to consider that there is that public interest. It does exist. It's there. And uh, so, what is the beast? Now, what really is the beast? Everybody talks about the beast. It's beast. Okay, well, you know what the beast is? The beast is the people. 
there's only people here, men and women, so it's not like uh, unless there, there's aliens from foreign uh, planets or something like that, uh, or, or some machinery that's more that's smarter than us, which I'm not aware of. So the beast is the people. The beast is all of the men and all of the women who are members of a country, that's citizenry. Just watch TV. You should not be able to do that. There's a law against it. Or there should be, and boom, another law is passed to regulate behavior. <laughs> That's the beast. That's what you're up against, people. When you want to fight the system, you're fighting all of those people. The beast is the will of the people. The citizenry, citizenry imposing their will on the citizenry. <laughs> master the slave, the slave the master. It's, a, it's one big circle jerk. <laughs> and the employee, those employees of the government do administer the will of the people. There's no other source. There are only people here. So when I say public interest, the public interest then is the will of the people. All what people call law of Canada or the United States, blah, 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 is the express will of the people, the citizens of this or that country. That's what it is. That's what you're fighting. <laughs> if, you're a member of that, if you're a member of that country, you're actually fighting yourself. <laughs> Anyhow, the public interest is the will of the people. Now, <clears throat> there Consider this, there are way more people who are citizenry, who are members of a country, a legally created world, than there are who want no part of it. In other words, it's, okay, there's a few that want to be out of the box, get out of all of that stuff, but there's millions that are in it. <laughs> and we have to be aware of this and not do things that's going to conflict with that. It's a lot of power. That beast is huge. There's millions of people. That's a lot of power. That's what you're up against. Anyhow, war ends one of two ways. This is how we, you know, one side defeats the other. And good luck defeating the collective will of the millions of people. The other is peace. Again, that's what I'm here to talk about tonight. I'm just laying this on the table. This is not, you know, I'm not imposing this on people. Take it, <clears throat> do what you will with it. So anyhow, I suggest that we few who wish to be out of the box, out of the system, are not going to win any battles against the beast. The combined will of the millions of the people of Canada or the United States or Australia and, and any, other, any other country out there. And anyone who generally wishes to have peace in his life is reality, then he must be at peace within himself first and foremost. And after this and after that, I'm going to get, get those guys, isn't it? <laughs> That's just, you know, it's, it's, they say this, live by the sword, die by the sword. Well, you know what the sword is, and when they talk about that, it's the word. <clears throat> That's what it is. Live by the word, die by the word. In any case, uh, war begets war, and as long as one wants to fight the other, then he's, he's at war. That's all there is to it. You have the choice to come to peace, and that's where I'm going to go into now. And that's why I touched on previously about the law. Everyone has to obey a law. Otherwise, man is claiming, well, no, I'm not subject to any law. I can do whatever the heck I want. <laughs> I don't care about you, and I don't care about you. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. Screw the public interest. Good luck with that. So the first, the first step towards peace, then, is, is the law one observes and obeys and the judgments that one is subject to. For man, you find those in the Bible, which is the book of the law, the book of authority for man. I'm repeating myself, talked about this before, and that's it. No man can be a law unto himself. This is not acceptable. I wouldn't want it. And uh, so if you not be part of a legal society, the laws of God, the written law, are his only legitimate alternative. This is what I'm, that's where I'm at, and that's what I'm proposing. <laughs> Let me repeat that. 
So if you're not part of a legal society, you're not subject to the Canada legislation or provincial legislation or municipal bylaws and all of that sort of stuff, fine. Then your alternative is the laws of God. That's for men. <laughs> the other part's for persons. This is for men. Now, now, if a man offend the law, a law of God, harm a fellow man and or his property, trespass, etc., no legal crap here, man-to-man stuff, the judgment of God is the judgment applied to the man who did offend the law. By bringing this law and judgment into the equation, you are saying, I am responsible to my fellow man for my actions. No victim, no crime. This gets all legal entities and claims and the plates out of your life. This is taking responsibility. The free man guys, the way they're coming across, they're not. They're saying, I'm not responsible for anything. I can do whatever I want. I can be irresponsible, and it's okay. That's how it's being perceived. That's how I perceive it. I'm sure those in the other, in the, that are the, the governors, if you will, the administrators uh, on the public side, uh, the, the public servants, so on and so forth. It's in uh, Article uh, 10 of the uh, Constitution for Canada, who they are. Um, they're not going to allow that, and who would? <clears throat> That's why I mentioned the beast before. So, so if one has done what needs to be done, so he's no more part of a legal society, no longer has a civil life, which is all associated with that legal name. If you go around, people going around there, I'm, you know, this is my name, and that name is part of that civil registration. You know, when your birth was registered, <laughs> you're still part of the legal society, or that's the perception. Again, that's the reason I took on a new name to get to get away from that completely. So when they when they see the name Adam or Adam Beck, they look in the record; it doesn't exist. It's not there. There's nothing to associate it with. <laughs> so, so yeah. Let me repeat this. So if one has done what needs to be done, so he is no more part of a legal society, no longer has a civil life, and he makes no one this uh, makes no one the law of God is the law he obeys. And these are, these are the judgments I, have sub, I am subject to in a court of law, then man is man outside of the scope of legality or the imposition on him of the will of the people through the public authority, by the public authority. Again, the laws of Canada or province, all civilized countries are the expressed will of the people. Simple. I'm just going to use the etymology dictionary uh, more so than the current dictionaries because it goes back to the meanings of words when they first came into existence or as far as back as someone can trace. Now, here's the word civil. Remember, we're talking about civilized countries or civil law or civil life. And here it is from the late 14th century. Relating to civil law or life, pertaining to the internal affairs of a state, from the old French, civil, civil relating to civil law, 13th century, indirectly from Latin civilis relating to a citizen, relating to a public life befitting a citizen. That's what's going on if you're if you have a civil life, if you're part of a part of the citizen, if you're one of those people. So the establishment of which law you obey establishes the judgments you are subject to. And is a necessary step to have peace in your life if that is what you desire. Man's got to be subject to obey something here. He's got to be responsible. He can't be expressing himself any other way. He's just, just he's up against the public interest. Anyhow, uh, so that's kind of that's one of the steps to have peace in your life to make that decision and, and know what it all means, so on and so forth. The other step is to, is, is to communicate the communication to the public or civil authorities. 
But some may feel to do that is to submit or sign or to the to the public authority or sign of weakness, and for them it is. But it is necessary if you desire peace and want your life back, your birthright. Remember uh, the movie series, The Matrix. The final, the third movie there was basically Neil says, "I know what I got to do." He went to the machine machine city, which was there's nothing real. It was all fiction or not not reality anyhow. But he went there for one purpose and one purpose only: peace. <laughs> it's really you know. But if you want to fight, and all, up, up until that point, it was all a fight, constant fight. And this is what everyone seems. This, from my view, everyone is doing constantly, constantly. <clears throat> so yes, and Neil got peace. So, but we're not going to have peace if we don't, you know, let these public authorities that are have this public interest involving millions of people. If we don't let them know in some way, well, you know, this is my law, and if I offend the law and I harm a man, and that's not a legal fiction here. If I harm a man, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I'm responsible. Let's look and see what the law of God says about that. Let's see what the judgment is for what I did if I did it. No victim, no crime. Unlike in the legal system, well. Sir, you were caught speeding or you were driving drunk. I'm not promoting drunk driving here. This is to make a point because I had this conversation with a judge. Nobody was hurt, but you got to pay. <laughs> no, in, in the God situation, no. It's only if there's a, an injury to a man or his property. That's when the, when the law or the judgments of God kick in. Until then, there is no offense. So, yes, and so to achieve peace, you know, if you want to make peace with the other side, you've got to contact the other side. You got to come in peacefully to do that, not with guns ablaze, and that's that's like a thought to oxymoronic. So yeah, we have to have a communication with the public authorities, the upper echelon, if you will, that are are the administrators. And I wish to mention adjectives now, and this is for understanding only, you know, meaning that once peace is established, man will not be subject to criminal criminal or civil court. Okay, so. Again, once, you're, once peace is established, because now you're out of all of that legality, just like the queen who promised to uphold the laws of God, and she didn't do that for you and me, she did it for herself. That's why she can't be taken to a criminal civil court so long as she obeys the laws of God. Any one of us can do that. We're all children of God, just like her. <laughs> She's no more special than the rest of us, except people believe it. So anyhow, once peace is established, man will not be subject to criminal or civil court. That's all legality stuff. So... I want to get, like I say, I want to touch on the adjectives here because adjectives modify words. But the word that, you know, anyhow, there's man and Canadian man. Canadian's the modifier. So we have a man, oh, well, we have a Canadian man. Not the same. Putting the word Canadian in front of man changes the identity and status of man. Same with the courts. If a man goes into a Canadian court or a provincial court or a county court or a municipal court or a federal, federal court, he does so in person. These are not the court of law of which I speak. Notice there is no adjective or, pardon me, there's no adjective or modifier before the, the words court of law. In other words, this is not a Canadian, when I'm talking about a court of law, minus the, the adjectives, it's a court of law. So when you put Canada in front of that, or federal in front of that, it changes everything. Now it's a, now it's a Canada court, or a provincial court, or an Ontario court, and you have to be, in order to be in those courts, you have to be in those places which exist only in the mind. <laughs> but now you're subject to the will of the people, you're part of an act. And all courts are courts of law. But they can be courts of Canadian law, or provincial law, 
or municipal law or the law, which is God's law. And you notice on the latter, there's, there's no modifier on the latter, court of the law or court of law. What, uh, you know, they have this, they publish the rules of civil procedure and federal and provincial stuff. If you want to bring a claim into one of those, into a Canadian court, here's the rules you've got to follow, absolutely. But you will be in a Canadian court or provincial court. <clears throat> and, uh, anyhow, let me carry on here. So it depends how a claim or action is brought forth. If, for example, your papers have Federal Court of Canada on them, then the man is a Canadian man in a Canadian court. And given the man moving the claim did not create the federal court, he must appear in person as a citizen of the country the court is in. Man is subordinate, <clears throat> pardon me, man is subordinate and the judge is his daddy, father of the country, parent Patrick. If no modifiers are used, then, then the court is a court of law. Man is man, the highest authority on planet Earth, subject only to the will of God, his law, his judgment. Basically, like I said before, you got two choices here. <laughs> if you're not subject to Canadian stuff, fine, but you got to be subject to something, so pick the, God, the laws of God. It's all written down there. Easy. And this is where the free man on the land fails. He claims he is free, but uses or partakes in the law and procedures created for legal persons, for citizens, legal creations, the people of Canada, Canadian man. <laughs> he then blames he goes he then blames them for his downfall. <laughs> Not having a clue what he's already that he's he's done it all to himself. Think about that, people. So all courts are void of law until a claim is brought before it. You've got an empty courtroom. It's a court. There's nothing happening. There's void. That's what they mean by all courts are void of law until something's brought before the court. The question is, is what kind of law is being brought before the court? Remember, I'm. As I said before, I get into this little tirade on the modifiers here, is that once you come to the terms of peace, you won't be subject to this stuff so long as you don't buy so long as you don't step back in step back into legal land. There's <clears throat> a walk to walk and a talk to talk. So all government court actions are moved by the authority of Canadian or provincial or municipal law, the will of the people, which is out of many we are one, and it's and they are all represented by the represented by the crown. When a crown comes in court, it's, you know, they say it very nicely in the United States, the United States, uh, this, the, the people of versus, <laughs> versus another people of, you know, the, the people of uh, California versus John Smith. He's also a, 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 clearly if he's in that court, he's a citizen. He's one of those people. So it's the will of the people coming down on that one guy. He's also a, me- a member of the, he's one of those people. So, you know, all court act, all government court actions are moved by the authority of Canadian or provincial or municipal law, the will of the people. And when man says this law, God's law, is my law, then he cannot use modifiers on his papers because the use of the modifier makes it not God's law. <laughs> Get what I'm saying here? So as much as a man who represents the crown must point, must point to a law on paper that was violated and point out to the judge the judgment on paper that is appropriate, so too must man be able to point to a law on paper as law he obeys in the judgments he is subject to. Otherwise, where is it? Going to make it up? And this we find in the Bible, the book of the law. And, this is, and that's what the Bible is. It's in there several times. This is the book of the law. This has nothing to do with religion, which is being, you know, they tainted the whole concept here to get people maybe to turn away from who they, you know, using the real law, where men are men. For the law that it's, it's for men, 
and they turn it into this religious thing, the money-making enterprise, and it's, it's ridiculous. You know, the Pope. <laughs> it's the Pope in the United States there right now, and aside from what all the prophets of doom are saying, uh, you know, it's got millions of people worship this guy. They say, well, you know, the church teaches to worship God, or that's if they believe in God, why the heck are they worshiping this man? But that's, that's what religion has done to the minds. <clears throat> people, I would say, are, uh, you know, clueless, but that's, anyhow. The point is, is that if man wants to be man, he has to be subject to the laws of God. Otherwise, what laws he subject to? What judgments, pardon me, what laws he obeying? And what judgments is he subject to? Just, is he just going to make it up? Well, uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so when we have something to point to on paper, and, uh, and and that's our law, and we are taking responsibility, and it is it is written. This is the thing. It is written. So man should also be cognizant of the public interest and not do things that may attract attention. In other words, even though God does not prohibit the growing of pot or marijuana or whatever you want to call it, it would be prudent that he not plant a thousand plants in his backyard or anywhere for that matter. The reason for that is simple. I talked about the beast. The millions of Canadians doing that, or for millions of Canadians doing that, growing pot is a legal activity and don't think for a moment that the public authorities, law enforcement, and prosecution services are going to turn a blind eye. Justice must appear to be done. So when you got 30 million people over there, you got to believe in marijuana is illegal, and you got two men over there growing marijuana, <laughs> you know, now you got 30 million people over here going to come down on that guy's back, those two people. Now, if we have 30 million people growing pot and two against it, or think it's illegal, that's different, but that's not the day and age we live in. That's not the reality of the world we live in right now. <clears throat> as, and, and I'll ask those who are in jail. Same as broadcasting on the internet or the TV, I did not need a license to drive, I don't pay taxes. This will and does attract attention. Ask those in jail. <laughs> like I said, there's a walk to walk and a talk to talk. I hear the Freeman on the land guys are considered the biggest threat in the United States, maybe Canada. <clears throat> sure they would be. I mean, hundreds of millions of people believe in U.S. and Canadian laws, and here are those people mocking them, threatening the foundation of their beliefs, the public interest. It's a reality. People like it or not, it has to be, it has to be considered. That's what you're up against. So if you want to grow marijuana, you, you know, you grow a few plants for yourself and you keep it quiet. <laughs> you're, to, you, you're in the kingdom of God and you're subject to the judgments of God and you're driving without a license. And of course you are. You don't need one. No, it's not required. And you don't pay taxes. None of that rendering under Caesar crap applies. You don't go on the, internet, on the Internet and broadcast it because now there's 30 million people the public interest is going to say, ah, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, you're just going to these people over here that have their beliefs and they believe in the Canadian law and they're, they're Canadians. They are what they are. It is what it is. That's what you're up against. Again, I'm not picking on the free men. It's, it's just a title I get and uh, I'm not saying who, who or what they are or who those people are either. It's just uh, it's, it's an attitude. It's, it, as I see it, it's projected to me as I receive it. They're basically, they're saying we're above all law. We're outside of all law. And uh, common law is, is certainly applicable, but there's nothing in writing. And anyhow, God created man, <laughs> and man, God gave man laws and rules to live by. You know, laws, commandments, judgments, testimonies, ordinances. So I think the Freeman guys, they need to chill out and see the reality of the way things are at this time. I have no doubt there will be a time when man can do as he pleases, so long as he not harm a fellow man or his property, 
But this is not the reality in which we find ourselves. Now, when a man is man, his true identity restored, and peace with the civil authority a reality, man now owns his life, he owns his liberty, and he owns his property. He has now restored, his birthright is restored. And you go about your business quietly and privately, or going about your business quietly and privately will have to be the consideration if you are to keep your birthright. It's probably the best way for the time being. As I said, there's that public interest, which is millions of people over there. And justice must be appear to be done or seem to be done, whatever they say there, I forget. <laughs> and, you know, so here's something for you to think about, whether you believe in the Almighty God or you're an atheist. You may want to study the word "turn," but did we turn our birthright because we turned our back to God, or because we took on a new identity, a legal one? And whose fault is it you do not know who and what you are? Whose fault is it that your father did not teach you the law of liberty? This is what's in the Bible, the written law. Like I said, you don't even have to believe in God. Here's the law. <laughs> you know, um, I observe this law. I'm subject to these judgments in a court of law. Not a Canadian court, not a provincial court, not a municipal court, not a federal court, not a tax court, none of that adjective modifier stuff. It changes everything. <laughs> That's the courts on the other side of the fence. That's all legal land stuff, all of it. And to be in legal land, you know, somebody said, uh, I said before, but I heard on the internet recently, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, talks like a duck, must be a duck, yep. Comes into a Canadian court, must be a Canadian. Comes into a provincial court, must be a, must be a Canadian. Comes into a municipal court, must be a Canadian. The same goes for in, you know, in the United States and Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, on and on and on we go. <clears throat> Think about it, people. And I did mention previously to communicate with the civil authorities to achieve peace in all that that encompasses. It's really quite simple once you have your head cleared of the trash. You know, our programming. And many will say, I am free of trash, but uh, I doubt it. And uh, there's a really good example for this. We uh, held a call on the Skype call last Sunday. <laughs> and if you want to know what I mean by trash, go to the Restore the Kingdom of God blog. Here it is, all lowercase. Maybe you can post in the chat there, Victoria. But I'm, are you still there? Am I still here? Yep, you're still on, loud okay. and strong. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, if you want to know what I mean by trash, go to the Restore the Kingdom of God blog. And it's all lowercase, www.restorethekingdomofgod, all big, one, one big long word, no spaces, dot blogspot, one word, dot C-A. Scroll down to and click on more information. Then scroll down and click on Docs Audios. Then click on Additional Audio Files and listen to the September 20th, 15 call, the record there. It's the second last, last one in the list there. And, you know, just to bring up the speed, uh, you, can, you really should listen to it. It's <laughs> I just put it in the chat, so it's there. All right. So I, I, you really should listen to it, take the time. Um, but it took, here's the thing, we, you know, we had our general chit-chat and stuff, and then towards the end of the call, or, and, you know, we, it took over two hours to get, to get these people to answer one question. And it was a simple question. <laughs> I think they, will all, they all admitted, but 
anyhow, it took over two hours to get an answer to one question I asked, and they only got the answer as far as I can tell because I had to help them get there. If I didn't do certain things, and you'll hear it on the call, then they may never, never have got there that night. We could still be talking. I don't know. It's not the point. It took over two hours to get there. So the, my point is it's quite revealing how little we know of who we are and of reality. Very revealing. <laughs> and also, you know, I, I, the question was not a long question, but these people were not reading the question. And we're all guilty of it. We think we, we, we read a sentence or something, we think that's what it means, but, <laughs> you know, you listen to that call and you'll get a good idea of what I'm talking about. I had to repeat again, you're not reading the question. You're not reading the question. You're telling me the same thing over and over again in different ways, but they're all saying the same thing and they weren't reading the question. I'm not picking on these people. It became hilarious after a while, or at least it did for me. You know, <clears throat> one took it personally, but nonetheless. Um, so anyhow, now to carry on with this call on the way to peace. Communicating law you obey and the judgment you are subject to is paramount. <laughs> and you, you know, again, you're up against, there's this public interest out there. And like I said, the courts, it's, you read all many judgments uh, if you want, and the, the courts don't like to take a man, really take a man uh, liberty, his liberties, but they have to weigh that against the public interest. So if you don't want to be subject to the public interest, you first off, you get you got to get out of legal land. And you don't do things once you're out that they're going to be perceived as, you know, messing with that public interest. <laughs> Justice must be seen to be done or appear to be done, whatever that phrase is. So that's, uh, that's, that's paramount, and that's where I say the, the free men fall down because all I hear from them is, well, I'm not subject to your crap. Okay, well, what are you subject to then? <laughs> your own laws, like I said, it makes no sense. And then knowing there's nothing that, that can be done to stop you, why? and pointing out the likelihood of a trespass against a fellow man and the liability for that is the second, you know, it's, it's, it completes the, 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 the peace process, if you will. And of course, I haven't gone into any detail. I've laid out the detail on the law and the judgment part. And you, but you, have to, you have to know that there's nothing that can be done to stop you. You have to know why. And also pointing out the likelihood of trespass. You see, this is where we're coming to peace here. You know, this, this, this is where I am. You guys are all over there. This is where I am. This is my law. I'm fully responsible. Hey, if I harm a man, no problem. If I kill a man, yep, I'm not the penalty's death. <clears throat> if I damage his property, I gotta restore it. It's no insurance here, people. You're you're fully responsible for your actions, completely. <laughs> So when you want to, before you maybe you want to consider, geez, I better maybe learn about this law of God. Maybe, maybe I'll tell you this. If the world, you know, the laws, the judgments of God are far more severe than those of man, of these man-made systems. You know, we got criminals out there running around. They get six months for this, seven months for that, and they go back and do it again. Whereas if in, in, in God's laws and his judgments, they, be, they might be, a lot of them, they're put to death. You know why? Because there's no place for that activity amongst those who are obeying the law, who are obedient to the law. No room for that. You know, people are going to talk about this numerous occasions, but people are thinking, well, that's, that's, that's nasty. Well, hey, if you, don't, if you don't want to suffer the penalty, pardon me, suffer, not suffer, <laughs> you don't want to de- face the penalty, don't do the crime. And this, is, this is the thing. When you're saying I'm observing a, I observe and obey the laws of God, and I'm subject to the judgments of God. You're putting your life on the line. What more can you put on the line than that? And you must 
once you've said it, then that's it. You are subject to those judgments, and you are fully responsible. If there is a crime, and if you, so if you damage a man's property or you steal something, that's all in the Bible, what God says, it's, it's like the res judicata. All causes between men has already been decided by God. It's all in the book of the law, the first five books. Not complicated. <clears throat> and so you're communicating to the other side, hey, <laughs> if I harm a man, I don't care about Canada, I don't care about Eaton's or Simpson's or the bank of this or the bank of that or any legal fiction stuff that has nothing to do with it. It's man to man now. If I harm a man, or whatever the case is, that you know, I've offended some law here, yep, I am subject to the judgment of God, whatever it is, depending on which law was offended. That's absolute 100% taking responsibility for your actions. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's good. Look at that. The guy's putting his life on the line. That's worse. That's, that's, worse. that's better than over here because over here, yeah, a guy can kill somebody, but he can get seven years. We, they did away with a death penalty. People think that's a good thing. <clears throat> got all the murders running around. They're killing people. All the rapists out there raping people, and on and on it goes. It's just, but that keeps the legal guys in business. They don't want to get all the criminals put to death and all of that stuff. They do and have no business. They you know, get one prosecution, guy gets guilty, and he's, he's put to death or whatever, or, you know, whatever the judgment is, and you <clears throat> won't yeah. be back into in circulation to where in the future, statistically, uh, I don't know what the statistics are, but you know, lawyers make money on this stuff. Crime does pay for them. The cops have said to me many times, uh, well, if we, nobody can make any crime, then we're out of work. It's all an industry. Sick, sick as it is, but it is. And we created it. It's only, it's only people here. Them as us. <laughs> so when you say that this, the wrongdoer is subject to the laws of God, uh, are you... Are, the judgments of God. The judgments of the God. The judgment of God. Um, are you saying that the man that has been harmed then has uh, the right to, you know... Take something from the other, the guy, the man, or or, or no. do. No, I mean, well, how is judgment uh, enforced? Well, this this is, but you see, this is why you're communicating this to the other side. They operate the courts. You're saying when if if I'm in the court, if I'm a member of the court of law, a court of law, not a Canadian court. You're coming into a court of law. They're all courts of law. That's why I went through that previously. <clears throat> People think on that it'll maybe come clearer, but so. You're going to you're you're subject to a judgment. A guy says, "Well, let's let's look at it this way: um, uh, theft. Man steals something from another man. Okay, that the point the point is here is is not to commit these crimes. So we shouldn't be thinking so much of these offenses of the law. The, the big you know people you know we have we messed up. Let's face it. That's just part of being men, I guess, or human, whatever you want to call it. But if there's a theft, a man steals from another man." And, you know, even if that other man believes himself to be a Canadian man, you have to perceive that, no, he's, he's, he's a fellow man. I'm not the covet. <laughs> I'm not to take from him just because he's a Canadian man or a legal entity. It's still a man there. It's, this is a whole. <clears throat> That's why when you listen to that call, you know, everyone, all the answers I was getting was it was all based on, on fictional thinking. It was all fiction stuff. I said, I asked the question, for example, if a woman's not driving in the car, then who is? You know, how long it took before somebody said, man? <laughs> Quite a while. See, but they get person, the queen, this, that, all, the legal person, the birth certificate. I got all sorts of answers, but see, and that's what shows that their minds are in fiction. That's where all of our minds are. We're not dealing in reality. Because if you're dealing in reality, then there's only men and women here. That's how we see things. So we don't do things that harm other people. So the claim goes into a court of law. Not a a Canadian court. You know, there's a court down here in a place they call Coburg, for example. 
it's a court of law. Now in there, you can bring in Canadian law, you can bring in provincial law, you can bring in uh, small claims, you can bring in municipal laws, that's what they do. Or you can bring in the law, which is God's law. <laughs> and that's the law of the case. And uh, so if there's a theft, so first off, when you're saying I'm subject to the judgments of God, and, and, and uh, let's use theft as an example, if you do, do steal a man's car, you've got to give him his car back and your car. <laughs> Good justice, that's fair. If you take his car and you sell it, you got you got to replace. You got to give him four cars. <laughs> so first off, it, it, it could say you're taking full responsibility. So the odds of somebody actually offending the law now. See over in uh, legal land, you got insurance for this stuff. And my well, case in point is this. Uh, recently, the U.S. government won a major claim against General Motors, nine hundred million dollar judgment for those cars they were selling with a faulty ignition. Now think about that. I'm listening to this going, <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to catch on to this as part of what's going on. Men and women go to work, regardless of what they believe they are, and they give the fruits of their labor and they get money and they buy a car. The car is defective and they die and the government and the federal government gets $900 million. How does that work? Oh, because those men and women belong to America, <laughs> the United States. That's why they don't own anything. It's, it's, it's what's going on here is they're... If there's a damage, that's why they, 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 the, the, the prosecutors come in in the name of the, of the people, because you've actually damaged American U.S. property or Canadian property. It all belongs. It's all best in the king or country when you're a Canadian. <clears throat> but that's, that's exactly what happened. Is, you, know, you think, well, it's $900 million. Shouldn't that go to the people, the family of the people that are dead? Well, <laughs> it should, but <clears throat> in legal land, that's not the way it works. As, as, as being a citizen of a country, you belong to that country, as does your life, liberty, and what you believe to be your property, including yourself. So, anyhow, so you're telling the people on the other side, you're saying to the powers that be on the other side, the public, that's called the public administrators now, that, hey, if I steal that man's property, I'm subject to the judgments of God. So that, that man, let's say that man whose property steals the Canadian man, he's going to call the police. The police are going to get involved. They're going to say, well, the guy that stole your car, is, he's not, they're not going to tell this to the Canadian guy, but they're going to know that you're subject to the laws of God. So now they're going to come to you and say, hey, uh, you know, uh, got a call from Joe Blow, citizen down the street, and we know you're a man, but you did say here that you're responsible under the, under the laws of God and that you're subject to the judgments of God. And so are you going to remedy the situation? Or do we have to bring you into court before a judge and administer the judgments of God? That's how it works. That's how it was meant to work. What really happens here is the, is the lawyers have usurped the entire system. The legal guys. They're all the ones. That's what's going on. <laughs> They're taking control. They've created a whole picture of reality and you know, put the bait out there and people jumped over into that boat. <clears throat> we talk about, we use the metaphor of the two canoes, the two row uh, wampums, two canoes. People in this canoe under one law and people over that there in a different law and as long as the two uh, you know, remain in their own respective canoes then everything's hunky-dory. But if someone leaves this canoe, which is the laws of God, and goes over to that canoe, which is the laws of Canada, you see, he's no longer man. He's become a Canadian man now. It's, it's, that's, that's what I mean by getting involved, getting into the legal society. That's what's, what's happening in the floors that have usurped this whole thing. But nevertheless, <clears throat> That's that's how it's done. That's it. <clears throat> Big thing is here is to is is not looking to the future of what may happen, but how do we achieve peace here? 
how do we come to peace? And one of the ways is to the public authorities go, well, okay, then that's, that's all right. I mean, whether he's subject to Canadian law or God's law, he is subject to a penalty one way or another. And if he actually kills somebody, the penalty over there in God's law is much more severe than over here. Because over here, yeah, he'll go to jail, but depending on what he did, after 7 or 10 or 25 years, he's released. But in God's law, no, 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 he's dead. Okay, but who's going to enforce God's law? I just said, I just told you. <clears throat> Let me say that again. So you, you, stole, you steal Job, the judge in the court. You steal Joe Blow's citizen's car down the street. He's going to call the police. You say, uh, you know, so-and-so stole my car, and, the, and the, the police somehow find out you're the one, you're the man who's observing the laws of God and subject to the judgments of God, stole his car. So we got a Canadian man over there, and we got a man of God over here, and the man of God stole a Canadian man's car, but really he stole a man's car. It's only people here, right? That's how we have to perceive it. So then the police come knock. The police will come knocking on your door, and they're aware now because you made this peace with the public authority, so they know you're a man, and they know you're not subject to Canadian law. They cannot apply the criminal code to you, because you said I'm subject to this stuff. So now they're going to apply God's law and His judgments. So if they're going to come to your door. Well, you promised. You said here you're responsible and you're subject. You're obeying the laws of God, and obviously you took his car. So you've offended the law of God and the judgments of God. Judgment of God in this case is, as you know, uh, Adam. You got to give him his car back and your car. <clears throat> and if it doesn't work out there, then well, then you get dragged into the court, and the judge in the court shows up. Yeah, he's a man. He stole Joe Blow Citizen's car, who we all know that's only people here, so Joe Blow Citizen's really a fictional thing. It's all a belief system anyhow. It's, it's illusionary, but nonetheless, so now the judge on the bench will administer the judgment of God accordingly and say, give him his car and give him your car. Have you seen that happen or occur at all? Have I seen that happen? Yeah, but not in, not directly like that. Not directly like that. So, no, I can't say in all honesty exactly like that. I mean, I can picture the judges saying, well, the Bible doesn't belong in here, or, you know, this is administrative law, or this is yeah, 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 yeah. Or whatever. This is, this is post or after making peace with the system, and making peace with the system includes all the administrators at the upper echelon, all of those that are carrying out performing duties under in, in the name of the Queen under the authority of Canadian provincial legislation, that's who they all, all, all are right now. That's the upper echelon. That's the power I'm talking about. The other side, when you make peace with that, because we're kind of sharing the same space. It's not like, uh, you know, you got Germany over there is in battle with France in a different space. We're all sharing the same space here. So it's like two countries overlapped in one, uh, one picture and one real. So, and... So when you've made peace with, the, just for lack of better terms, I'm going to call it the public authority or those on the other side who we're currently warring with to try to break free of this system. When you've made peace, then the judge knows, oh, oh, I see, you're a man and you're subject to the judgments of God. So this is a court of law, not a Canadian court, not a provincial court, not a municipal court, not a small claims court, not a county court, none of that court. It's a court. It's a court of law. It's God's court, basically, at that point. And all the judges do, and all the judges do in any matters, is administer the law and, 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 and the judgments. That's what they're doing anyhow. That's when you know if, you're, if there's a speeding violation and you're a Canadian and you've got a driver's license and there's a speeding violation, and they're gonna, oh, they bring in the witnesses and the same goes on both sides of the fence. It's the exact same process, really. When you think, when you when you see it, it's all the same. It just depends: is it man or is it Canadian man? 
<clears throat> and then what's rules, laws, regulations, so on and so forth applied. So you're in court now for a, a violation, say, of the Highway Traffic Act speeding. So they bring in their witnesses, and the judge is satisfied that you were speeding. So the judge says, oh, yeah, contrary to, you know, the Crown Attorney says, contrary to section whatever, the man was speeding. Now it's proved that you were speeding. So then the judge looks at the book and said, well, the penalty for that, Mr. Canadian man, is, you know, $300 fine and six months in jail, for example. Whereas, <laughs> and that's in the Canadian court, you see, whereas, if we're talking about now in God's court, the judge, the judge is, not, is, is not, not your father anymore. God is. And the judge is simply there to administer the judgment of God, you know, providing he's satisfied that, that what is alleged occurred actually occurred. Again, witnesses. That's why it's one of the uh, offenses under God's law, is thou shalt not bear false witness. <laughs> Here's the thing, and, and if someone bears false witness, false witness under the laws of God, penalties are far more severe than if you bear false witness in a Canadian court or in a Canadian situation. In, in other words, by, by let's say you lie and you're bearing false witness and you lie uh, and, and, and the, the, the purpose of the lie was to get $100,000 from somebody else. So if you're caught in a lie, you got to give him $100,000. <laughs> See, you won't find a more fair justice than, than, than God's. And that the whole thing is, and if you don't want to be subject to this stuff, then don't do the crime. That was the point of the severity of all of this stuff. And then the legal guys come along and, uh, you know, sure, there might be 60 million laws in the books and they don't all apply to, to the people, but it's, 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 it's softer. It's much softer, you, you know, so that's why I say when you're putting your, your, you're stepping up to the plate, I observe the laws of God and I'm subject to these judgments. So in the court of law now, so again, the police, you've made peace with the other side, again, this might be hard to get, maybe, but you've made peace with the other side, so now the information is in the system that this man is a man in the kingdom of God. He's no longer in Canada, even though everyone around him is in their heads. It's all in their mind only. He's walking on God's dirt, because who created the heaven and the earth but God who owns it all? <clears throat> He's a man, and so if we bring him into a court of law, not a Canadian court, not a provincial court, not a municipal court, a court of law. No modifiers here. It's the modifier that changes everything. It's the non-use of the modifier that then it is a court of law. And in this case, the law is, you know, can only be laws of God. So this is all after having made peace with the system. Now they will know who you are and what laws. This is the thing. The free men aren't getting into this. What law are you subject to, sir? Well, I'm not subject to anything. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't have a driver's license. I don't have to have this. I don't have to do that. And that's where they stop. So basically what I'm hearing is, well, I'm a law unto myself. I can do whatever I want. And that's not going to be accepted. That's, that's you know, the public authorities have a public interest to look after. And if you don't stipulate and make it clear. So this is necessary. Like I say, that's why I say it's paramount. You say this again, communicating part of the established, coming to peace now. This is establish, establishing peace at the end of war, communicating the law you obey in the judgments you are subject to is paramount, part of that peace process. You know, think about this. It might take some time. I don't know, but that's part of the peace process. And so once it's reached with the public authorities, the prime minister knows, the minister of national revenue knows, or he's out of the picture. Uh, all these public authorities know. There's a little bit of blurb in the system. It says, you know, this guy here. We even got a picture of this guy. So there's certainty. The legal certainty is not named. It's a face. It's, a, it's a, this is a face of a man, for example. So if, if 
this man is charged, this man is charged under the laws of God, not Canada. So that's what I mean after peace. And that information will be out there. And that's what we're doing with peace now. And, uh, and then they will know, the, the law enforcement will know, the prosecution, prosecution services will know. I'm not saying prosecution services would be involved, but there has to be a, a link between Canadian man and man in order to get man who offended the law, you know, to hold him responsible for something he did if he doesn't come forth on his own. I mean, if he's actually committed an offense, and it's really when you're doing this, this is, this is part of the, you know, I say this uh, before, I would suggest before people just jump up and say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to obey the laws of God and I'm subject to his judgments. <laughs> you make it, you say to yourself, you know what, I'm not going to do this until I'm sure that I'm going to honor that without somebody having to push me on the back and say, you stole the property and I'll give it back. First off, you shouldn't steal the property, but if something happens where you, you know, it wasn't intentional, you step up to the plate. You don't go on the defensive, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I was drinking and I smashed my car into that guy's car. I did it. You ruin somebody else's life by taking that risk. You just ruined your own life. No insurance here. <clears throat> so this is what I say. And uh, if everyone was subject to the, was put themselves on the fence, uh, pardon me, subject to the judgments of God, that's your booties. The speed limit is 80. People are going to drive 80. Uh, people right now, like uh, to tailgate, well, you betcha, I betcha it'll be a 50, 100-yard gap between cars because everybody's going, hey, I'm fully responsible if I hurt anybody here. So you know what? I'm going to be real careful about my life. I'm going to be real careful what I do. This is a whole change of a state of being. You know, it's foreign to us, I guess, maybe. But this is being, that's what I meant by being responsible. <clears throat> people aren't going to get, there's going to be a lot less people getting behind the wheel and driving drunk. <laughs> Knowing, you know, men and women, knowing that if they're subject to the laws of God, pardon me, the judgments of God, they're observing the laws of God and subject to his judgments. And the chance, you know, there's going to be a lot less people, I would say, drinking and driving because they know that if I hurt someone <laughs> and they die, or there's a serious damages, my life is over, basically. Everything I do from this, from this day on forward now is for that family or that guy until he's fully restored. So I wouldn't... Uh, jump onto this bandwagon, people, until you're sure within yourself that you're going to, <laughs> so have a, how do I say this, uh, be, be responsible, be aware of this stuff, and okay, I'm, I'm fully responsible here, so I'm not going to steal. I've got a little bit of theft man in me. I better, maybe I better get rid of that desire to steal out of me before I go and do this. I mean, if a thief maybe wants to take a break for a little while, stealing's got to make sure he's clear of that before he says, I'm subject to the judgments of God. You may steal and then, or whatever. <clears throat> so this is a this is a, a raising of the consciousness. It's taking full responsibility. You know, they talked about uh, people have said over years in the you know Roger Elvick stuff and uh, other legal gurus on the internet, if you will, about full liability. I'm a full liability man or whatever the case may be. No, you're not. In Wonderland, you're not. You got insurance. <laughs> in the kingdom of God, under His law, under His judgment. Oh yeah. You're 100% liable. There's no, there's no blame here. No, if both drivers are drunk, well, then it might be a 50-50 thing. You know, it depends. And this is where the witnesses come in. It's all laid out in the Bible. In fact, the whole, the whole legal system is mimicking what God's already laid out previous to the creation of a legal system. Where do you think you got the idea from? Right down to the pardon. It's all there. That's the reality of it. So, like I said, I wouldn't be so concerned about how the matter goes in the court. 
this is about, before you get to think that thinking, it's, this is about establishing peace. And I shouldn't say this maybe, but like, let's just say, let's say, okay, so you establish peace with the other side and they go, yep, okay, fair enough. Uh, yep, it's your choice. You never had to come in. That, you, know, we, you never, we could have forced you to become a Canadian man. You never had to come in to a Canadian man, to be a Canadian man and subject yourself to all this legal mumbo jumbo. You did it to yourself knowingly or unknowingly, stupidly or foolishly or ignorance of the law is no excuse or my people suffered for lack of knowledge. All of that stuff doesn't matter. So that's so. Once you've done that, you know now they know that you're not a threat to the public interest. So that's 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 to me that's paramount. That's absolutely no doubt. That's you know I've got my my stuff drafted. I'm just contemplating now the best way to present it. In fact, it's probably going to make a phone call and call up a particular ministry and make an appointment. We need to talk. I don't see why it wouldn't be over that day. So, anyhow, the public authorities or those who govern, if you will, all those Canadian people are responsible for, for the public interest, and they're satisfied, okay, you're over here, then and you've got the peace in place. And as I say, it's uh, the other thing that is, is that this is kind <clears> of <throat> secondary, but still important, and that is, is that if and you've said what you've said. Now you're, you've, you're also a member as part of this whole peace process. It's very clear now that you know you're a man. <laughs> and you know they're all men. You know, it's like a self-evident. I don't care what happened. You were a buddy. It's self-evident to me that you're a man. That's, that's the reality. And men, by the way, it's, it's men or man that creates governments. Not the other way. Governments don't create men. Canada didn't create men. Canada doesn't create anything. General Motors didn't create a single solitary car. The, the men and women that work there do. They want to call themselves employees, but anyhow, it's man that creates government. So in that sense, like I said earlier, man is God. Not that God, but God. And so, again, through this whole process, it's becoming very clear. You know, that's why Lakewood Carl uh, speaks of, because it's all about the man. And when they realize that they're dealing with a man, everything changes. We are coming forth right up front. You're not waiting to get dragged into a legal situation to make it known your man. You're coming, you're stepping right up to the plate and going forth. And it's like Neil that said, screw this stuff. I know what i got to do. I don't want to fight anymore. I get dragged into this crap. <clears throat> you take the initiative and you go forth and you have this, you, you come to these terms of peace. And like I say, and that process is part of, it becomes very clear now. You know what's going on. The illusion's gone, basically. And you, you, you see the whole game. And they know darn well they can't drag you into the system. We all just believe the stuff they put through. We're tempted, and uh, everything we've done is voluntary. So, but once they know that, then it's in their interest to make sure that those uh, their underlings, uh, you know, like in law enforcement, prosecution services, judges are aware that you're a man. Because if not, then there's going to be a trespass against a man. And that's a whole lot different than a trespass. A, a trespass against a Canadian man who's actually owned by Canada anyhow. But the only reason there might be a little bit of a relief there for a Canadian man is because justice must be seen to be done. So the liability, the issue of liability is huge. Because now they know if, well, if we uh, don't do this piece, this guy's coming to us with peace, he's putting his life on the line, he's subject to this, he's, and if we don't, you know, we know he's a man, he knows where, what's going on here, and uh, if we... Uh, injure a man and there's liability so let's have peace 
simple. It's, 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 in, it's really in, in the interest of both sides that, that, that this occurs. And that's why I say knowing there's nothing they can do to stop you with respect to the law of your choice and the judgments that apply. You know, you're, you're putting your life on the line here, buddy. You're putting your your money, your 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 mouth, your life where your your mouth is. Good. Good. Excellent. <clears throat> so they can't stop you from doing that because you never had to, to be in Wonderland in the first place. You never had to be a member of a legal society in the first place. You know, and I've said before, and I, I know I post on the internet for people to read, but. I know of situations here in, in, in what they call Canada where the children's aid took children from a home, but as soon as they were informed that the birth was not registered, the property, the child, what they call the child, the property was returned. So the fact of your birth here does not mean you're a Canadian. It's something that happens after that, starting with, as it turned out for all of us, I guess, as the mother and father who themselves were registered and citizens registered the child's birth. So we all got into Wonderland involved in this legal stuff from the first place, but it was all voluntary. Now that people read the Vital Statistics Act and go, oh, it says right there, if I don't do it, it's a $50,000 fine. Well, if you think you're Canadian and you don't know you're a man, then yeah, absolutely, then you might be afraid of that. And then comply for those reasons, but if you know who you are, you know it doesn't apply to you. It's like the judge said to George Gordon, to whom does the law apply? <laughs> so your belief system is a big part of this. And that's why that's why that call that we did on the uh, suggested to listen to from uh, September the 20th, just the Sunday past, is really good because it reveals where our heads are at, and we're really not living in reality. Because if 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 if, if we are, if the people on the call were, and I'm not and I'm not judging these people. I mean, it was funny. It showed us all something. I know law. I didn't know it was going to take two hours to get this this what I considered a real simple question answered. And when I and I realized that well this is going to take a long time and they did, <laughs> I, I, you know, so, so, so sort of helping to come because the answer I was looking for was man. I think that was the answer. And so yes, it was it was <clears throat> the answer I was looking for was man. So to help them get there, I said if a woman's not driving a car, who is? And it took a long time before someone finally stepped up and said man. Believe it or not, it took a long time to get. The answer if it's not a woman it's a man if it's not a man it's a woman that's reality right everything outside of that is fiction but that's all the answers that, that i was getting <clears throat> and uh so this whole peace thing is uh it's, it's like i say it's it changes everything and uh so then law enforcement is different you're not going to escape justice whether it be canadian justice or god's justice <clears throat> and you, but you're the one stepping up to the plate no, I'm not subject to this stuff. I'm over here. In fact, it's not even about that. It's about this is where I am. I observe the laws of God, and I'm subject to the judgments of God. If I harm a man, like in, in Canada, if a man harms a man, it's like I said, uh, you know, the, general, the activities of General Motors, lots of people lost their lives, but who got the, who got the $900 million? The United States, the, the government of the United States got it. <clears throat> because those people <laughs> were... Canadian women and pardon me, American women and American men. It's that adjective modifier in front of the word man and woman changes everything. It's a diminishment of status. It's, it's, you're some, those people that are doing that are subordinate to the will of the people. All of those millions of people out there, simple as that. So there's nothing that they can do to stop you. It was voluntary to, you know, we're all born in the kingdom of God, and then in a certain series of events, we jump from that canoe over to the Canadian canoe or the American canoe or the German canoe or the Dutch canoe or the New Zealand canoe, the whatever canoe. And uh, But that didn't have to occur. It was all voluntary. So, yeah, you can do this. There's nothing they can do. 
but you also need to be aware of why that is. This is just knowledge now. And pointing out as part of this process, you know, it's not just that, you know, I'm bringing this to your attention, that this is where I am. This is where I am. And if your people trespass, there's going to be liability situations. So I'm, I'm here for two reasons. I want peace. You might refrain from pounding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it distorts the sound. But I, I get your passion. It's, it's, it's great to hear you go on about this. Continue. So like I say, it's just a stuff that people should you know, think about. Uh, I'm certainly not imposing anything on, any, on anyone. And when you really sit back and take a deep breath and say, you know, I got to step back about all this. I, guess, yeah, I really want peace in my life. And, you know, I'm going after these people and I've got spirit or this side or trying to play in, in the legal game to, be, to break free of legality it just isn't going to work. Sure, citizens have their victories. One citizen against another. One citizen damages another citizen. Sure, there's a liability amongst them too. But same in the kingdom of God, man to man, the same thing applies. So it's kind of in everyone's interest. I don't really want to say it that way, but for lack of better terms, that you're one of the reasons you're you're coming to make peace is because of the live the potential liability on the other side. Man, this 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 war we're talking about is different than you know military war where Germany's fighting uh, England, for example, or whatever. It's all gunplay. It's just it's just morals and law and, and legality. It's, it's different. It's a different kind of war. When I use the term war here, so hence peace is different. How we come to peace is not a we're not going to shoot each other anymore. It's this is my law. You're over there, I'm over here, you're administrator, fine, administer this law over me. No problem. You're administering that law over me because I, I'm, I'm, I said I'm a Canadian man. So now, administer God's law because I'm a man. So if I offend the law, yep, I deserve what I get according to the judgment of God. And that's all the judgment, that's all the judges are doing in courts. They're administering, once they're satisfied that there's a guilty party, uh, whatever the law is, then they all they do is they apply the appropriate justice, uh, judgment and what happens after, whatever happens after that is what happens after that. Jail time, fines, whatever. But there is no jail time in the kingdom of God. There is no fines in the kingdom of God under his laws. There is no crime if there is no victim. See, right now, people are claiming that, well, those guys are trespassing against me. No, they're not. If you're a Canadian man, they're not trespassing against you. I don't care what you think. No, yeah, there's a lot of trespass over there. Well, my neighbor came on my grass, and in, in, in the process, he uh, he broke this, and I didn't let I didn't tell him and invite him on there, so he trespassed. Okay, so that's a, that's a claim, citizen to citizen. <laughs> and yeah, sure, you'll get a little victory in court if there's damage. Same thing over in the kingdom of God, just a different law. So trespass here, you know, you, you love your neighbor, so the trespass is the is the, is the civil authority, like law enforcement, for example thinking you're a Canadian guy. And the fact is you're a man. And once you once you bring this knowledge, it's like Carl, Carl, and this is why I say Carl's the closest, as far as I'm concerned, is the best guy to listen to. <clears throat> I don't know how he does it. He's very wise, if you ask me. And he jumps a lot on people's back, but I love it. <laughs> Gets people to think. And if they take it personally, then that's their problem. They're, they're missing the point of it all. It's to, it's to help fix them up willing to, to, to accept that so you know and as he read he says give them once you give them notice and now they know who you are well it changes everything now that you're not now that they know you're a man and not an american man that changes everything 
So, okay, so if you can give them notice in, a, in an existing claim, then why can't you give them notice up front? And this is what it's, it's not notice, but you're coming for a piece. And, and, and by bringing this to their attention, there's also notice. You know, you, have to, you don't have to put notice on top of something that, that it means notice. Just giving somebody knowledge is the notice. You know, you don't have to put a sign up that says uh, notice, bridge, bridge out up ahead. You can walk up to a guy and tell him, bridge is out, that's notice, that's knowledge. He's got the knowledge now. It's just about making sure that whoever your the situation is, the knowledge has been, uh, is in the other party, is, is on the other guy's mind. He's, he's aware of it, however you get there. <laughs> so, like I say, that's why the communication here is necessary, because when you're communicating to the other side, now they know. Oh, okay, that's the knowledge. That's the notice. So you see the parallel here, is, and this, is, this actually helped me see the light. They're saying, okay, this is what Carl's doing, and that makes works. Perfect. Okay, so if you can get notice in an existing court, you know, that the state's bringing into a legal court, and he explains how to, how, to, how to not get involved and become a party to their case, create, bring forth their own case, right? Great, excellent. <clears throat> so you'll give notice to the prosecutor, whatever the case may be, that, you're, that they're dealing with the man now, so, and now you're making your case. <laughs> man trumps fiction because fiction's fiction. Man created fiction these governments and so that changes everything so then we just take the same philosophy but, but face the whole situation head on right now so you're not involved in legal stuff anymore and there's nothing they can do to stop you and once you've done this if you've, you've come forth in this manner now the knowledge is on the table and right that instant so now that you know it's not you know it's not you have to go in there now that you know this you better tell your people to leave me alone you fucking idiots no, 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 this peace is peace. That's that kind of language is not peace. <clears throat> and I think uh, Peter Carl is quite right when he says, you know, the judge is going to test you. Is this man, does this man know he's a man? He's going to walk the walk and talk to talk? You know, that's a possibility as part of this process. And you're here on the call there, uh, <clears throat> no disrespect, but how one individual took some, some stuff personally. He didn't, uh, at the time, anyhow, I don't know, maybe he's changed now, but he didn't see it at all. It went way over his head. Now, if he's in a room in a court and the judge and he's talking the way he did on that call, the judge is going to say, you're not a man. <laughs> There's a walk to walk and a talk to talk. And uh, it's, 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 yeah, so that's that's all part of it. And uh, so it's a piece of peace. And becoming belligerent, even though the other side might be pressing your buttons. <laughs> like, I mean, they, they, you know, they push price buttons. We're going to put you on the cross. Did he say, yeah, fuck you, you can't do that, you trespassers? No, they accepted it. It's a little different story there, but... <laughs> He's known as the Prince of Peace, right? Never, we walked a perfect walk. We're maybe far from that, but we have to start somewhere. And uh, so, <clears throat> you know, you, you lay down the law. So, first off, I would have my Bible in hand and have this meeting, and there's my law. There, you got it. Everything you need to know is in this book right there. Um, there's the law that I'm that Stop I'm hitting the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear you. Yeah, it's like I'm talking about peace here when I'm doing it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> violent. Oh, no, but uh, yeah, you're right. Anyhow, so you take the Bible with you and you lay it down. There's the law. It's in that book. There's the laws that I observe, and the judgments are in that book. Now they know. Now, only a man can do that. Now, and this is why I say you need to know also about the things that ensnare you, though. So the guests say you're, in, you're having this meeting, they say, well, what's your address? And you give them an address? Uh, you just shot yourself in the foot. 
or you produce a birth certificate or a driver's license or, or you give them a name that they look in assistance as not that you can't get around that necessarily but you know if i have in this meeting and i say uh, well name's victor beck guaranteed you know oh, what's your date of birth and, and it's come, all of this comes out of your mouth they're going to triangulate and they're going to oh, well you're victor beck and you're born such and such a date and you're you're part of our legal system you know not not that you can't get around that but that can all be avoided by having this knowledge up front of these things that it will either ensnare you or make it a little more difficult to free yourself. So have that wisdom. And like I say, the postal ladders, how many people thought about that you, if a man cannot, it's not possible for a man to get a post office. So obviously if a man has a post office, a service, he's not a man, not legally. <clears throat> he is, but he isn't. <laughs> you want to be a man, you got to be a man, and you can't have these attachments. You can't have these umbilical cords. In, in, in the in the thing, and a lot of these umbilical cords is what comes out of your mouth. So you can't have this driver's license. You, can, you know, he says, "Well, who do you work for?" Well, it's, you just read right there. I'm a servant of God. You know, it's like that's why I work for God. Well, okay, just checking, buddy. I thought you were going to say General Motors or something like that. Because if you work for General Motors, then you have a social insurance number, and <laughs> only a Canadian can do that. Canadian man can do that. And see, there's multiple ways to ensnare oneself. And this is the thing: people are going to want to know how to how to come to this peace thing. But if they're not aware of the pitfalls, then the how-to is of no use. It's worthless. <clears throat> and so it's like there's a, there's a, as far as I can, the point I can go to on this call and, and share this information, the perspective for people to think about it, and it's a completely different reality. That's why you really should listen to that call. It's uh, very interesting. <laughs> Which <clears throat> call is that? The one I mentioned that's on the uh, restore, you know, again, to the restore the kingdom of God's. Uh, okay blog there and uh, it's on the call here scroll down and click on more information then scroll down and click on docs audios wait 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 the first step is the renewal of your mind that one no 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 oh i see more information contact us where where is it yeah no scroll down yeah you'll you'll see docs audios button You clicked on more information on page one, right? Oh, okay. Now I have. Takes you to another page. Uh-huh. Scroll down. And I see the key of knowledge, Docs Audios. Okay. Now you I see click on Docs Audios. Okay. That's going to take you to OneDrive. Oh, I see. If you see the very top one says additional audio files? Yes. Let's click on that. Oh, I see. Okay. The whole wrap of Skype calls there, and the very last one, the one I'm suggesting you listen to, is dated 09 20 2015. Got it. Okay. Oh, I see you have our call. It's almost a yes. It's almost a four-hour call. It's one of the longest calls we did, and that's because we, we people decided, well, let's take the time to get the answer to this question because it's revealing a lot. <laughs> one simple question. The answer was man, and it took over two hours to get there. Believe oh. it or not, it's, it's funny. It really is. Wow, sounds like an interesting call. Well, if people are want to be, you know, maybe like I said, it's it's a very short sentence. And I finally says, look, the answer I'm looking for, you can say it in seven words, but you're all giving me twenty words, thirty words. You're you're frothing at the mouth, all kinds of stuff. It's simple. You got to keep it short because the more words you put on paper. You can ensnare yourself. You know, people use words like, uh, and Carl pointed this out, and I love it. It's the word suffer. <laughs> Why well, suffered at the hand of the police means you authorized it. 
<laughs> we don't know the meanings of the words, and we start using these words just wantonly out of our mouth. We have no clue what they mean. We've been we're ensnaring ourselves constantly. So there is a walk to walk and a talk to talk, and yeah, my people suffer <laughs> for lack of uh, lack of knowledge, meaning they volunteer in for lack of knowledge. <laughs> to this beast, if you will. <clears throat> so the less said, the better. And uh, and so I, I I didn't know how to pose that question. I did that question. It all just came to mind actually the day that we had the call, and it just I thought, that's that's really good. I see how long that's you know I didn't I really didn't expect it would take over two hours to get the answer. <clears throat> In a way, I'm kind of glad it did because it reveals to us all who listen to it. I'm not rendering judgment on anyone, but wow. How come Vic had to say, how come Adam, how come Adam had to say, repeat the question, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 times? I said, you're not reading the question, and I read it to them again. And then, or, or, or pardon me, the comment, and then asked the question. Read the sentence again, and then asked the question. Three or four word question. It took over two and a half hours. Anyhow, you'll hear it on there. And uh, so this is why this whole piece thing First off, it's probably going to seem, may seem foreign to people. People might say, great, I, okay, so how do I do that? Just tell me how to do it. Well, no, 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 get off your ass. You know, you've got to do some, you've got to, you have to do some homework here. You've got to do some studies here. <clears throat> because if you don't, in the pitfalls and the things that can ensnare people, you want to put an address down the boat. Well, you know, get back to me at this address here. Well, <laughs> you're not aware of these things, and the how-to is of no use to you. I am considering holding calls about this on a regular basis. And if, in fact, if anyone is interested in that uh, and wants, would like to partake, they can contact me through the blog and let me know that. And uh, I'll keep them up to date. I just posted your call ID up on the chat there. So 135632. Do you, you don't do them regularly? or? No, I'm pretty well done with that. Uh, I said what needed to be said there, and it would just be more mumbo-jumbo. No, if, if we do uh, future calls, it might be more of a webinar format. Like, I'll use Skype, but Skype is only good up to 10 callers. They say 25, but it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. So 10 callers, and uh, it, it, that's what I'm saying. If people are interested, you can contact me through the blog to restore the kingdom of God. It's just a button there that says Contact Us. It opens up a dialogue box and put your message in there. It comes right to my email. If you're interested, let me know. And then, depending how many people are interested, uh, will determine which which method of communication I use. And I would like it to be interactive and easily interactive. And, and talk to you is you know people don't get the the talk to you pro whatever. A lot of people, as you know, Angela, they get on talk to you, but they don't come on live. They don't yeah. have no way of communicating. Yeah. Whereas through web or Skype, they can easily. And, and if that's not good in a webinar format, it's the same thing there. It's easy. <laughs> So let me ask you, if somebody wanted to mail you a letter or a greeting card or something like that, where would they mail it to? I'm glad you asked that. It's through an intermediary. I see. And where I got that, I asked a, 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 a friend of mine who's uh, an original. <laughs> you know, the people the people that were on this land way back when before the white man came. I said, well, when your people communicated to the crown, how did they do that? He said, well... That wasn't maybe exactly like that. Well, first off, they didn't have addresses back then, and some of them don't today. In the in the old times, they would use a runner, would run and carry the message and, and speak the message to whoever it was being sent to, like the the governor general, or and sometimes uh, over, they have to get it over to England. 
Today, today they use an intermediary because some of those chiefs do not have a fixed address. Maybe they know something we don't. I don't know. But so through an intermediary, you see, see these are these are things when people sit back and it's good you ask that question because <laughs> also phone numbers, homing pigeons. Yeah. Uh, somebody raised that. Uh, another lady said uh, GPS coordinates. <laughs> You know, guy said, well, meet me at the minister's office. I said, yeah, but how are they going to notify you to meet at the, what day to meet at the minister's office? You see, so, so yeah, through an intermediary is a method, a uh, phone, but you can be aware that well, I have a phone service that is not, there is no address associated with it. It's the, uh, the Magic Jack. It's my number. I own it. Uh, there is no address associated with it. Whereas if you have a number through Bell Telephone and they got to send you the bill through the mail, there is an address associated with it. So things are a little bit different. Until the peace, once the peace is established and, and, and everybody's hunky-dory, what I want to say here is, is peace is, is, is yeah, you can go, you can work for a living if that's your choice or be self-employed. You don't need to go and apply for this or permit for that. You can drive, you can do all of those things. Without all of this permit stuff and all, and, 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 and if you need an address for communication, then they'll say, no problem, yep, we'll, we'll set you up with the Postal Service. But we know that you're a man, don't worry about it. Oh, we're we're going to give you a driver's license because it's easier for the police to punch it in and you drive have enough, and, you know, we can't inform every, every, every man and woman out there acting as a police officer that you're a man and to leave you alone. So give you this this license like everyone else carries but when he punches the information in the system it's going to say unless this man has injured another man don't touch him something like that you say it's like there's two countries going on and it's not like there's germany over here and france over there and they're at war and you want to come to peace it's like there's two countries on top of each other france and germany are in the same place or two canoes sharing the same pond so it's a little bit different in that way. So like I say, the peace is really already here. It's you're on the same, <laughs> you know, you got Canadian soil, which is all fiction, and then and then land, but then you got God's land, which is the real stuff. <clears throat> That's what I mean by like two countries or two nations, if you will, on the same in the same place, sharing the same space. Did you want to take questions at all? Or got a couple absolutely. of people. Absolutely. Do you, are you ready? That's that's really all I had to say for now about this. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. We've got uh, a couple people with their hands up. Uh, Donald's son, do you have a question for Adam Beck? Vic Beck? Mm-hmm. Oh, Adam, I'm yeah. glad to speak to you again. How you doing? Very well, Hopefully good. Uh, well, I'm on mute on the chat board, by the way. I, I think I'm guest 84. Uh, if I could get some chat time, that'd be good. Uh, Angela, thank 84? you. 84? Guess yeah, 84? I think so. Yeah, is there one on uh, there? I think that's me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's way I'm up there. I'm 84. I'm, there. I'm on there. Okay, um, but oh, there, I, I, I look. 84. Thank you. Is that you? Is yeah, that you? I'm 84. Okay, okay thank right. you. Thank you. Very cool. I'm unmuted. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Basically, Vic, this Adam. is great. With Adam, 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 sorry, Adam. Uh, Adam, what I'm saying here is the same thing you're saying, and that is that quantum grammar and, you know, like, nocitor associus, really, it's, 
everyone needs to know about the statutory rule of construction known as nositor associates. It's three words, nositor associates, associates. And it's, it is known by its associates, and it refers to the words and their meanings and how one word gets its meaning based on the word next to it. So this, this is a valid statutory rule of construction. And, and a lot of people who are doing law research or doing legal studies and, and want to know, you know, like how to use this, the language thing uh, with a little more accuracy, you might want to look up that well-known Latin phrase. Well, not so well-known, actually. Probably in the Society for the Legals, then yes, but certainly I think Vic, sorry, Adam, you can relate and 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 uh you can you can mention any you know something about that but i was even going to the extreme guys of literally like i have not had id for the last 5 years i've been roaming around sf with no id for 5 years just studying and working my own little job uh what's your question my question what's is question? well i mean uh, First of all, it's about quantum grammar and, and how that relates to what you're talking about and if you can bring some light to that. But I, I guess my real question would be, if I go down to the Department of Motor Vehicles and then sign my, you know, um, my unilateral contract with quantum grammar or some sort of punctuation marks in my name, right? It doesn't have to be quantum grammar, but it could be punctuation marks. And then I make a notary, after I get my ID, I make a notary presentment or make a declaration with a witness by a notary or at least just getting a public record of my declaration um, that I'm using a special language to communicate with all legal society members. What is the question? Would that not be sufficient? Would the notary seal and the authentication thereof not be sufficient for full faith and credit under our under the system. See, because it's about full faith and credit. And all and, and you know what? You know the courts get yeah, full it, faith it, and credit. In, in, in the United States and in Canada, yes, that's right. But he, let me go back to the beginning of the call here. Unless a man has a birth certificate, a legal name, a legal identity, is part is a party to civil registration, the doorway through which man passes from reality into fiction. Man, man cannot, man cannot, man cannot get a driver's license. So if he has it, if man has a driver's license, then man is not man. So <clears throat> I don't, I don't have anything. Nothing I've talked about tonight has anything to do with legality. It's, it's about breaking away from legality. So I don't do any studies in legal words and terms. I don't do. I have no intentions of going to the minister with a driver's license saying I'm a Canadian man, but I'm not a Canadian man. And the words on the paper. That's it's, to me. It's all no. This peace thing is where I'm at. I see exactly how to do it now. Uh, I know there's, you know, if there's nothing they can do about that. And it, you know, for in, for example, in legal land, there's not a single. They, they always define words. You know, a statute starts off with uh, person means, uh, car means, uh, uh, house means, whatever. Child means person under under the age of 18, whatever. That's why you don't never use the term child because in their world that means a person under 18. That's why where Carl's very bang on. It's property, and it is. 
even according to the laws of God, it's your private. It's the father's property, as is the wife, and the husband is the wife's property. He's saying on. It's all in the book. It's all on, on, in printing, in, in the words. But never, ever will you come across any of that statute that, has, that defines what a man is, as Carl quite rightly points out. So there's another reason that when you're coming to this peace thing, there's nothing they can do because you never were part of the system and they can't force you to be part of it as a man. Being a man, not as a man, but being a man. It's not there. So this is why I say there's nothing that can be done to stop you. If your choice of law is the laws of God and the judgments of God are going to be applied to you, and you slap and you slam down the Bible on the desk, and there it is. You just, you know, there it is. Now they know, and the Bible's already in every court. Anyhow, the law's already in every court. So, but you're just making the point by putting the Bible down in front of their face. There's my laws in there. There's the laws are in there, and the judgments of God are in there. You don't have to read it all to them or show them what it is. You're just giving them the book of the law. They already know, and we're <clears throat> in anyhow. So, and they can't argue with you because there is no legislation that has anything, anything to do with man. And that's why I say a man cannot get a post office. If a, uh, uh, you can't, he cannot get. I asked the guy, he says, "Can I get mail service at the address, or can I get a post box?" He says, "No. If you don't have this stuff, no way, no how, not going to happen." So, if, so obviously, that begs the question: If a man does have those things, and man, what is man? He can't be man. If man can't get these things, then he cannot be, from their perspective, he's no longer man. So I'm not saying that what you're, what you're talking Donald, Donaldson about doing is, 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 is wrong. If it's right for you, then go do it. But from where I sit, no, it's, 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 it's not for me, and that's not what I'm talking about here at all. And I appreciate your, your thing on the, on, the, on the legality aspect of things, but I'm just a simple guy here. <laughs> I don't know any of that legal mumbo-jumbo as Carl and others point out, and I'm, I agree, like, I don't have any knowledge of this stuff, so why would I want to talk about it? As soon as I start to talk about it, I kind of start to act like a lawyer now. Maybe I do have knowledge of it. And men who are men <laughs> should have nothing to do with it. And that's what I'm talking about here is man being man, and that's it. I'm not trying to mix oil and water. We're not trying to have a foot in this canoe and a foot in that canoe or a foot in this world and a foot in that world. It's one or the other. I'm sure people... Uh, can, can kind of play both sides of the fence a little bit. But I'm talking about coming right out. And as I say, part of this, as far as I'm concerned, I'll be laying it down, you know. Yeah, but what if you don't have an intermediate? What if you don't have another person? You know, I, I hear, you know, you know who then, Jack, then, do you know who then, Jack Smith is? Sure do. Now, let, me, yeah. let me answer that then. Like I say, my intention is not to communicate this through the mail, so I don't need a return address. My, my intention is, is to pick up the phone and phone who I'm going to phone and make an appointment. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk face-to-face right then, and then we're going to settle it right then and there is, is what I'm getting at. Okay, well, I want to send you tickets to a concert, or I want to send you a greeting card. What I was going to say, though, is, you know, Jack Smith doesn't use his social security number, but he's married and his wife does. So he, you know, gets by using her. So okay. he's still in the system via his wife. That's right. Or, and you know. talk, I said, after peace, once you come to peace, mm-hmm. then, I will, then obviously it's like, uh, okay, so now that we've come to this peace thing and you know I'm a man or everybody's happy there, mm-hmm. Somebody wants to send me a Christmas card. I need a I need postal service, but I want that postal service, and it's understood I'm a man. I mean, they can provide the postal service. I mean, it's like it's like it's not like a, all of a sudden a barrier goes up, and they said, "Well, no, no, we can't we can't give you postal service." It's just a it's a decision at the higher level that says, "Yeah, okay, you get postal service." 
And and we all here know it's a man. Yeah, but you can't address it to the man. You have to have an address on there, a residence, they say, yeah, right? They, oh, but, but, but like I said, <laughs> they control the system. You, when you come to peace, because we're sharing the same space, that part of part of the process, the answer is anyhow, is to say, somebody wants me to send, dear mister, whoever you're talking to, I'm talking to. I want to get a. I want somebody wants to send me a Christmas card. I need postal service. So send me up post. You sent me up postal service, and this is the name that's going to go on it. But it's not proof of residency. We all understand that here. We got that right and because we come to peace now, and they know you're a man. So it's, it's not an issue. So if an envelope comes to this address with the name Adam on it or Adam Beck, it doesn't mean I'm in legal land because the higher echelon knows that I'm not. They can't. The thing is, is remember, man created government. And they can't say no to a man. Basically, they can't stop it. So part of the peace process, and that's why I said also, then it's in their interest. I mean, it's up to them how they want to do it. But it would make perfect sense to me that they would. That the answer to the question is okay. Like okay, we get that you're a man, no problem. Yes, you can drive without a license. Absolutely, and there's nothing we can do. But we can't communicate that to all of the men and women out there who are driving police cars. So how we're going to communicate it is we're going to give you a driver's license. You're not going to apply for it in person. We're going to give it to you and put it in, your, in the hands of a man so that you can show it to one of those police officers acting as, a, as, as a, a man acting as a cop. Show it to him. Tell him to punch it in the system. He's going to punch it in the system, and it's going to say, don't touch this man unless he has injured another man, something like that. Am I clear here? It's all, it's all part of working this out. Mm-hmm. Without, that, without that, something like that, then there's a possibility, and they will know it, that well, if, we, if we don't do something like this, then one of those men acting as a police officer may injure a man. So I say it's in everyone's interest here to work this stuff out to, for peace <clears throat> so that those things don't occur. So a, man, a fellow man doesn't acting as a police officer. Remember, there's only people here. There's no, what's a police officer? It's just like the man wearing a uniform with a title. That's not what he is. That's what he does. <clears throat> so you always put things in the, in the man and woman context and keep it there. Then when they know that uh, you're a man and, you, and you, you've come forth and you've put your life on the line and you're fully responsible and, you know, okay, we got the peace thing. It's in their interest to give you a, to give you a license. Now, there's no you know, if it's 20 bucks for renewal, I don't have a problem paying renewal. If the 20 bucks is going to help in the infrastructure, sure, we should still be paying something into the system. I mean, people getting medical medical attention, now think about it. <clears throat> you know, it's not like this is a total and absolute free ride. You know, and there again, Carl's right on. He says, well, if there's a, there's a little fee, do then pay the fee. So what's the big deal? A couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. Look at the services that we get. It's just that right now everyone's getting services as a, as a Canadian man, but you can get the same services as a man. Where Canadian men might pay a heavy price, like after taxes, there is no taxes for men. There's no rendering under Caesar here for men. But it doesn't mean that the man says, well, I've got all this extra disposable income. Now I'm going to buy myself some more stuff. And you walk up and say to the municipality, you guys are plowing the roads. You're cleaning my sidewalks, this, that, whatever. Here's a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Okay, next up we have here... So what I'm saying is oh. that all of these issues that are being raised can be can be worked out because really at the end of the day, and then especially with the driver's license thing, it's in their interest that they give you a license and they flag the information in the system. What does it matter after that? And then with that, you can also get a bank account. 
when and everybody knows, yeah, it's a man, because a man, how's a man going to get by without a bank account? It's, it's, okay, so it's all part of the process. It's all part of the renewing of the mind here and coming to these terms. Okay, I need a bank account. No problem. Use the driver's license. The bank is going to think you're a Canadian. Whatever's going through is that nobody, I don't give a shit. As long as the powers to be at the other side and the upper echelon and the public authority know that I'm a man, I don't care. <clears throat> and the bank won't touch any of the money. Nobody's going to come along and, and seize money out of the account. Who's going to do that now that you're not in legal land? So whatever goes into the account is your money. Even so, it doesn't matter what the banker man thinks. You, you walk in because they're bound by the by the bank act. You can't go to the banker man and say, well, I, I demand a bank account. I'm a man. He says, I can't do it. Try it. A friend uh, did that recently, and I told him the answer, what the answer is going to be, and uh, Sure enough, the uh, bank's banker said, oh, I can't do it. I'm bound by the bank act. I have to see this identification. So, okay, so if you have this identification given to you after peace, you get your bank account. So what? But everyone knows in behind the scenes, the information in the system, whatever, whatever that is, whatever it looks like, is not the same as the guy that walks in as a Canadian man. Nothing's different. On the face, everything is the same. Sorry, go ahead, Angela. Uh, I was, can you hear me? Yes, yes. There was someone else here with their hand up, but they've been, they're gone now. So if anybody has a question, uh, press star eight and that'll put you in the queue. There's no one waiting at the moment. But it's been an interesting uh, call so far. You get very passionate. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I do have to tone that down. I, I, no, it's good. It shows you're, you know, alive. <laughs> you, you get into it. Uh, okay, not, we we have not, a, usually this, not usually this way on one and one, although sometimes I am, but not for the most part. But uh, I do have to learn to calm my emotions, no doubt about it, because they can come to rise at any time, and could, you know, it could be a negative reaction, could be a good reaction. Prove you're a man. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, North Central New York, did you have a question? Okay, I am man. do have a question regarding exactly what he just said about getting a, quote, driver's license, utilizing uh, the flag, having it flagged with uh, indicating that this man, unless he's done damage or hurt, injured, uh, and I'd like to know how to go about doing that, for one. I'm sure a lot of people would like to do that also, because I have a situation in hand uh, where uh, something, an episode occurred, which no, there was no injury, uh, but it would, uh, resulted in an arrest and, and subsequent uh, taking of property, which is still not returned over 30 days. So, uh, and if I can get some assistance in that area, I'd, I'd certainly appreciate it because uh, what, what was done was incorrect. So, well, yes, no. If you're if you're an American man, you ask for it. Uh, this is the thing. People, with all due respect, people volunteering. You see. It says right on the police cars here in uh, what they call Ontario, it says to serve and protect. What it really means is to serve legal process. See, when, you, when you're volunteering to the system, and you're actually giving everything over to the, to the state. Your life, your liberty, and property is best in king and country, and in exchange, they provide this, what they call protection. That's, 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 about, that's what, you know, it's... it's not really worth it, but nonetheless, so when people do that, what they're saying is ultimately is that I'm incompetent to look after myself, <laughs> and so I'm going to have you serve me, <clears throat> but you're, you're subordinate to that service, and what I'm saying here, the answer to the question that, you're, that I think you're looking for is I've already given it on this, on this, this that's what this whole call has been about, 
And maybe if people listen to this call again and again and again and again and, you know, sit back and don't have any distractions and just listen carefully and listen to that call on the Skype call that from last Sunday, after peace, you see, I didn't, I didn't say get a license. I said they give you a license because it would, it would be in the interest of the, let's say, just for the crown to give you a license so that one of their men acting as a police officer, because now we're all talking man to man here. You're not talking, you're not walking in like a Canadian man and <clears throat> like most people do. So then you're going to be treated like a Canadian man, like you're talking to a Canadian man. No, no, we're talking man to man here. So it's in the crown's interest to give you a license so that one of their men acting as a police officer doesn't injure a fellow man. Because if he does, and the Crown has the knowledge, you see, there's, this is where the liability comes in, just like Carl talks about in, in an existing case. It's the same thing, but we're going to the top here to get it done once and for all, not on a case-by-case basis, once and for all. So the peace process, as far as I'm concerned, answers your question. That's exactly what I've been talking about this entire call where they will give you a license. So the pickle you're in right now, I'm not here to talk about how to get out of that. <clears throat> I'm suggesting, I'm, I'm telling people what I'm doing to come out of all of that stuff once and for all. And anyone can do it, uh, like I shared on the previous call, I had some legal claims against me, uh, you know, one for at least $25,000. I never opened the envelope. I fired off one letter. I've already done, already done one of the steps. I fired off one letter. I'll tell you, here's what I did. I fired off one letter to the office of the Registrar General where the birth took place. Which three or four sentences. In that, that was all it, it was in that letter. No return address, no signature, no name for me. <laughs> here, here's your, here, this is what occurred on this at such and such a date. I didn't say that I'm that entity or anything like that or Beck Victor, but that's what we were talking about. I'm, on such and such a day, this office registered Beck Victor and Here's where I am now, so here's all your legal mumbo-jumbo. I'm no longer the bondman, which means slave, which is if you're a Canadian, that's what you are. You don't own any property. You're a slave. So I hit the nail on the head, and I knew it. It was going to happen because uh, what I learned from Marcus last summer, there's a couple things he said that were the missing link for me. I knew exactly now what I had to do and how to do it in very few words. And sure enough, it's been almost a year now and not a peep, whereas... Previous, and this is October the 10th, 2014, and previous to that, every month I was getting these things in the mail. Half, half, but no, not anymore. So I'm taking that knowledge, I'm taking some other knowledge, and I'm sharing it on this call. I want to make the peace. When we come to peace, all of this existing stuff includes the mortgages. <laughs> uh, if you got credit card bills, that's, you're still responsible for that because you've got something for it, right? It's not like there's a free ride here for people you got to, anyhow, there's, there's still some responsibility. It's just not like, it's not like everybody, like I said, if there's no victim, there's no crime. So in your case, that will disappear that, through the peace process. Just like mine did when I sent that, fired that letter off to the Registrar Office of the Registrar General, which is my entry point into the civil society. So I took it back to where it began, said I'm no longer playing this role. I'm no longer the bondman. Never heard of Pete since. So in that, in that sense, it was kind of like a little, not really, but a, it's sort of a peace offering I'm talking about, but not really. What I'm talking about now is going to the higher echelon and make it right across the board once and for all. I am man. I'm in the kingdom of God. <clears throat> this is my law. Here's the book. And in uh, for Canadians well, who are currently Canadians and don't want to be Canadians anymore, your queen, the queen, promised to uphold these laws. Now, her promise to uphold the laws of God doesn't apply to me. It means she has knowledge of the laws of God that I'm saying I'm under too. 
that's all it is. And in the, in the United States, it's, uh, there was uh, the Bible has been declared the Word of God. So hey, here's the Word of God. You guys declared the Word of God. It means you recognize that this book is the Word of God. And guess what? That's my law. So now they, they already have the knowledge. You just need to bring it forth as a man, rather than coming in as an American man. You, you, it's, none of this is applicable. So all of these things, or a lot of these things, people are asking me about, like how do I get mail after? You know, it's how do I get to? And the same with work. People say, well, like, I'm really happy work where I'm working. They, they perceive it as like I have a friend I shared who uh, is a custodian at a mental institution. He loves it now. <clears throat> he doesn't perceive it as his job. He goes there because he helps people. Well, mind you, he's still a Canadian guy. And he's still on the tax basis. But so when one's after this peace process, let's say you're on you're talking now, you're working out the terms of peace or whatever you want to call it. And you say, well, like, you know, I work over there. Right currently, I, I was an employee, and I like to stay there. But as we know, a man's not man has no tax liability, and uh, uh, if I get rid of the social insurance number and the employer wants to see it in the future, I don't have one. So you know, just give me a phone number either to rectify that with the employer, or give me a social insurance number that we all know here. Doesn't I'm not identifying myself as a man. I'm just showing it to the employer to satisfy the employer, and it doesn't mean that any tax deductions are going to be made. It doesn't mean any of that. It's just for convenience purposes to interface as a man but rather than as a Canadian man, that's all. <clears throat> so a lot of this, you just have to think, this is why I say it's renewing the mind, and that call is very revealing. <laughs> you know, hey, was there anything else, New York? Uh, where was that call again? Where can I, where can I listen to that again? It's, it's, recorded on, uh, it's recorded on the call. It's on the Restore the Kingdom of oh Restore the Kingdom of God. Dot blogspot.ca. It's just restore the kingdom of God. One big long word, no spaces. Dot blogspot.ca. That'll take you to the main page. Then you scroll down to and click on more information. That takes you to page two. Then you scroll down and click on docs audios. That takes you to OneDrive, where there's a whole bunch of files up there. And the very first one at the top, you click on additional audio files. Click on that, and you'll see a whole list of Skype calls. And it talks to you with Angela from July. It's all there. And the most recent one, which is 09-20-2015, is the one I'm talking about. I put the uh, link to it. I put the link to the, the, the website up on the chat. Yeah, I'm just reading it off here, too, for the benefit of people. Yeah. We'll get that. So, because it, it is very revealing about our state of being, and it, you know it's right in front of our face. But <laughs> so I broke the question down. Okay, a man cannot, you know, a man. Anyhow, you'll hear it on the call there, and it's very revealing of, of, of state of being. Okay, New York, is that it for you? Yeah, that'll be it for now. I'll I'll review that and also this call because I missed part of it. So. Okay. Well, yeah, so that's, that's there. if you missed part of the call, then you probably missed the answer and you wouldn't have asked me the question you did the way you did. So that's good. And with all due respect, love you. Thanks for coming, and thanks for the question. Anyhow. We've got one more. Bruce Gorman. Go ahead. Sure. You've been unmuted. Hello, Adam. Bruce. Hi. Bruce. Hi. Hi. Uh, no matter what, uh, all these lawyers and doctors, the whole everything put together by man and by... Uh, these serpents, uh, uh, you know, they're they're satanic, just flat out. Okay, we're dealing with satanic powers, right? And, well, that's, uh, that's, a, 
that's not been my experience, but anyhow. Well, I don't know. well, the scripture talks about the wicked, you know, and, uh, well, yeah, but anyways, you know, you know what the wicked means? Have you ever looked in the Bible for the definition of the word wicked or wickedness or evil? You know what it means? Contrary oh, yeah. to the law of God, contrary to the laws of God. So anyone who's doing anything exactly. contrary to the laws of God is those wicked. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, who's doing this? <laughs> Which includes me. Yeah. That's you. People, there's only people here, just to be clear on that. Oh, yes. But what's, what, uh, what's really vital is to acknowledge who's really in control of all things, you know, because they got everybody running around thinking that evil's in control of all things, right? What kind oh, of yeah. a, you know, what kind of a attitude is that? You know, if I'm always moaning and groaning and choking and gagging and and I'm not giving thanks for the the fact uh, uh, the truth that that the almighty's in control of all things and that well, he created right. he, he created right. everything for a pur- for his purpose you know if people should read if people read sorry if people read the 10 commandments we've all violated the first two we have all turned our back on god and we have part, we have joined into these countries we have we are bowing to graven images we're the ones doing it we are the wicked it's not anything they did we walked into it and and now that and now that we're in it we are we are part of the people and we are subject to the will of all the people who did this which is pretty well everyone on planet earth that's the wicked that's why that's why there's crime all over the world that's why there's death and destruction and war and rape and murder and all that stuff yeah but all of that's portrayed by men and women but but the but our uh, father, the Almighty, he subjected us to this. But he also subjected us also to confidence in him. See, and it's a part of the lesson plan. And be thankful for everything. Yeah, you yes, know what I, I agree. mean? And I agree. Uh, whenever you see people running around moaning and groaning about all the evil, uh, that's that's really giving power to this. Uh, this damned thing, you know? You're and right, we right all, on, man. And we all right have, right we all have yeah, contributed hit, to hit it, it in the, the past. Head. You hit it all on the head. happening. And we come, you know, we, we can't even come out of it by ourselves, right? And we are thankful for the fact that he's in control. And uh, it's important to give thanks and be thankful for, right. Right. you know, right. the, it's, it's, the look up. A lot of people come from the perspective that some, this is being done to them. When I, when, I, when I realize, no, it's not being done to me, it's being done for me, then I realize all that's been happening in my life is to get me to come back to the Father, to come back to the light, to turn from my wicked ways. Amen. And, but, and you know, it, wickedness and evil and the devil and the demons and all these things that are promoted by these freaks, those are that's our exercise machine, not to, not to curse it. You know, it makes us strong and be thankful for that. Yeah, you know, we gotta see his hand. He he's hands on. You know, he's not hiding. Well, he hides. He hides himself, but he, you know, it's his glory to hide a thing, right? But it's the glory of kings to find out a matter, and he gives us 
all things, you know, that pertain to 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 life and living godly and giving thanks for all things. And all these yeah. bastards that want to just beat us down with these legal this legal jargon, it, just drop it. You know, it's all man-made. <laughs> yeah, right on. Who cares if my name's on a birth certificate? Who cares? I don't care. God says to burn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah all that identity. Our favorite identity stuff is to be burnt. We are not to enter into covenants with them. That's going against the commandments of God. And God says, if you don't obey my commandments, you're a liar. You don't know me. What's and, all the world? Uh, what's all? What's all the world wondering where their names are written? That's fulfilling Scripture right now as we speak. Yeah. All kindreds and tribes and languages is is are asking, is my name in that book? And it's not a book put together by men. You know. Thank God. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you have did you have a question? I love I love you. You're you're right on the money with your with what you're saying there. Do you have a question at all or just wanted oh, to get who, that out? Who who gave you your good name? The Father. Amen. That's all, brother. <laughs> thank you. Okay, yep. thank, thank you. Not, 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 I, I formerly I was using your majesty's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. That's why it's well, happened now. Revelations two seventeen. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Thank you, sir. You know, these prophets of doom Thank are you. doom and gloom. They, you know, all over the Internet for months was, oh, the world's going to come to an end September 15th. Well, if it did, I'm not aware of it. But see, these are prophets of doom. And exactly what this gentleman's talking about, people buy into this crap. It's, it's, it's crap. And I wanted to add before I forget, in the book of the law, God made certain promises to his children. And these promises, it's, remember, promises are enforceable in law. I've covered that for, well, I, I first caught on to that for Marcus over a year ago, but we have that on all of our talk show calls, and I talked about it the last time here, I think, on Victoria's call. Promises are really the only thing enforceable in law. You see, when you become a Canadian man, whether you know it or not, you promise to observe the laws of Canada and perform your duties as a citizen of Canada, and that's what's being imposed on you so long as you're in there. That's what it means by to serve and protect. And the police cars, you, you want to join into that system. That's, that's what's happening. But God made promises to his children. It's in the Bible. It's in the book of the law. And this is all part of the peace process because there's nothing. See, when you have your inheritance, your birth, pardon me, your birthright restored, you have your inheritance. Part of that is you can claim these promises of God, one of which is a gift, a gift of land. And no man can stop you from that. So this, this is why the peace thing is paramount. As far as I can tell, it's the only way you're ever going to receive the benefit of those promises that God is just waiting for you to come and collect on his promise. He's, watched, he's made a promise. He's waiting for you to knock on the door and so he can deliver on his promise. problem is everyone's a Canadian man, an American man, and all of this stuff. So this is part of the peace process. Is right off the hop is the things that you need to sustain your life. However, whatever that looks like, however that comes about, when you do the peace thing, there it is. Man cannot be denied to sustain his own life. So no one's going to stand in your way. So if you want to work at the hospital, keep maintaining that job and drawing that. The, the, the income is no longer income. It's just you've given your labor, which is your property, and you get a piece of paper that's, that's valued at 10 bucks, so it gets you $10 worth of food. That's the exchange of property. Now, when you're a man, that money is your property, not the queen's property, not the tax man's property, not Canada's property, your property. 
and you take that $10 bill and you go get $10 worth of food and you put it in your mouth and your body survives there. That's what we're talking about here. So these promises of God is very much a part of this peace process. And like I said, I don't see how it's going to come about any other way other than through this peace process. What I call the peace process, coming to peace. I'm no longer, I'm not going to fight anything anymore. There's nothing, like I said, and this gentleman said it perfectly, you know, when, and, you know, I used to perceive, too, that things were happening to me. And that, that puts me into a fight-or-flight mode. Well, then when I, when I heard it from Katie Byron, it's not happening to you, Adam. It's happening for you. Oh, you know, sure, there was a little resistance at first. But then when I looked at myself in the mirror and faced reality, hey, I'm, 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 when, one thing about I notice is when shit happens in my world, I'm there. So I must be responsible <laughs> in some way. <laughs> Seriously. But no, other people want to go on this whole battle mentality, up and this and up and that, and I'm going to get revenge, and I'm going to get this, and I'm going to get that. That's just war, war. It's perpetuating. But they're coming from that perspective. Poor me. Mm. Look what happened. Look what they did to me. But they, the thing is that the people don't realize they did it to themselves. And they, so I said in the beginning of the call, a man cannot get this, get that, so on and so forth. If a man wants to go into a Canadian court, so on and so forth, <clears throat> and he wants to have a postal address and he complies with that without, you know, without having established that he's a man with the upper authorities that can tell the local post office, give him an address. <clears throat> the man an address, just give him an address. It's, you know, he's, he's met the requirements. We here know he's a man. <clears throat> I mean, until those things occur, you're doing it. Everyone here is doing it to themselves and they don't, they don't see it. They don't understand, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but. That's all I've been talking about for the last year, and, and thank God for Marcus, because <laughs> I was all around it, yeah, but this, it's really started to change my whole perce- my perception on a lot of stuff, and I had to take a good hard look at myself first and foremost. I'm the master of my world, or someone else is the master of my world, and if I'm blaming someone else, then they're master of my world. If I'm reacting neg- negatively to a situation, the situation is the master of my world. I'm allowing it. I don't have to. <clears throat> now, if they're not saying there to take the attitude, well, I don't have to do what the judge says. Well, if you're a Canadian man, you better. You're going to end up in jail. So you want to get out from underneath that. As far as I can tell, there's no other way to go about it except to make peace with the other side. What I call the other side. Lay down the law. Walk right into the office. Here's the book of the law. You're queen. Blah, blah. You all represent the queen. So if I'm talking to the Attorney General of Canada, I'm talking to the queen. If I'm talking to the police officer, I'm talking to the queen. That's how I see it, because they all represent the queen. Everything they do, they do in her name. Everything I do, I do in the name of God. And she promised to uphold the laws of God. But she didn't do that for me. She did that for her, but that means she has knowledge. So therefore, all of her representatives also have to, whether they know or not, they have to abide by that. They have to accept it. A man cannot, a person cannot prevent a man from being a man, and a man can't prevent a man from being a man. It's ridiculous. Anyhow, I have nothing more to say. If there's no more questions, I'm getting a bit tired. If there are questions, I'll stick around. But uh, um, Let's see. Hold on one second. It, it's better if people listen. We take a break now and people listen to this call. And uh, if they're interested, if they don't like the perspective, that's fine. It's totally up to the, to the, to the men and women listening to this. Yes, we are the light of the world. <laughs> Mike, Paul, you had your hand up before. Did you want to ask a question? Mike? I can't hear you. It looks like you're trying to talk here, but... Hmm. 
Something's wrong with your mic or something. We can't hear you. Maybe it's some, maybe it's something calling in from another planet. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. An illegal alien. <laughs> I thought I'd take that call. Um, Mike Falls, do you have a mute button on your phone, perhaps? Or um, jiggle your connection. <laughs> jiggle the wire. <laughs> like the old days, you used to have to hit the TV to get the picture tube to come on. Right, right. picture. <laughs> Well, I don't think, okay, well, it's not working. Um, wait, oh, there you are. I'm sorry, it's my first time on the call, and uh, I was just playing around. Uh just like to thank you all for everything, and I'm going to mute out. Sorry. Okay, thank you. That's all right. I saw your hand up. Was You were up there for a long time waiting, and then all of a sudden your hand went down, so I wasn't sure if your question got uh, answered or... And I heard it just make fall. I was like, "Oh shit, that's me!" I uh, uh, I didn't realize uh, I was actually on. Sorry, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We've gone two hours and eight minutes. I think uh, you deserve a good rest. You've been talking consistently for that time, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I honestly, I've had enough. Uh, <laughs> of no disrespect to anyone here, but I, I honestly believe that people should just uh, we'll go with what we said tonight, folks. Uh, if you're interested, listen to the recordings, uh, the recording of this, and the one I suggested there. There's a whole lot of other recordings on the on the through the blog there when you get to that uh, additional audio uh, records there. But uh, <clears throat> like I say, for the to help you a little bit with what I'm talking about here in the in this call, listen to the 09 20 2015. Feel free to listen to all of them if you wish. Uh, they all kind of narrow down to what I'm talking about here today. Anyhow, this is this is to me is the point of the needle. Now I'm at I'm at the point. I know what I have to do. It's uh, <clears throat> and it's on the shoulders of everyone else if they accept it or not. And then uh, yeah, that's what everybody has to come to their own realization and and. Uh stand on their own. I say that all the time to people, you know, that's the only way anything's going to change is we all do our own, you know, realizations yeah, individually. So before we go, I want to give some credit here then where I believe where for, for me credit is due and that's Marcus uh, Serving King. Now some people may have heard he's in jail right now. Oh no! Uh, yep, but he was, uh, to me, and I, I mean this with all due respect, and that's why I talked about this public interest. He had put it on the internet. Uh, he was you know, saying that, uh, you know, he's had pictures of marijuana plants. And anyhow, he was busting for a thousand marijuana plants. That's, that's, that's what's in the media. That's all I can tell you. I don't know. I have no first-hand knowledge, but that's what's in the media. And that's what I say. If you're going to do that kind of stuff, I, I, I wouldn't do it. <clears throat> and I'm not saying Marcus is wrong for doing it, but that's, He's in jail. Or was in jail. I have no idea what's going on now. I haven't heard a thing. Huh. Uh, but I give a lot. Of, I have to give credit to Marcus. <clears throat> I have to give credit to Carl. Thanks. And uh, the two of them, coupled with my own experiences, uh, <clears throat> well, got me to where I'm totally satisfied. I'm at peace with the, with the whole situation. And uh, what I call it, I'm at the point now. That's no more narrowing down to the point. I'm at the point, and, and so I could give credit there. And uh, thanks, thanks, boys. Well, he's on the call, so and of course, uh, Angela for the opportunity to share this here. And uh, 
My pleasure. I, I always like having you on. It's always interesting. The time goes by really fast, too. It's amazing. But I appreciate your time and energy and, and sharing with us your educational information. You're enlightened. You enlighten us all with your uh, calls every time. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, well, for those that listen, let me put it that way. So I, you know, some people don't hear you. They don't listen, and you know, but they'll get it eventually. They'll it'll they'll come around. You know. I know it's, uh, there's, there's a saying, and I know this to be true for myself. And uh, how I know I don't know, but it's it's, it's, it's the light of God never fails. Right. And <clears throat> whether people believe in God or not, so it's a different story. You should watch the the, the movie uh, the the Genesis Code because it actually brings science into the whole thing and light speed and, and you know it gets very very interesting and explaining certain things in a scientific point of view that you really can't argue. See, the TV tells people one thing about God. And people come to me and say, well, this is what they said on TV. I said, yeah, you believe everything you saw on TV? Come on. You, you don't believe that what happened at 911 is true, what you saw on TV, but you believe everything else you saw on TV is, is ridiculous. There's more truth on the Internet, I believe, than any other place. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> the truth is within. And, uh, anyhow, the light of God never fails, and everyone will come to the light, whether it be today, tomorrow, next month, next, next year, next lifetime, whatever. Would you call it the Genesis Code? Yes. It's free on, uh, I think it's YouTube. It's free on there. It's I'll look it up. Very interesting movie to watch, and it's about the last half of the movie where these students pose a question to their to their to their physicist and scientific friends. Oh, okay. One of the questions, if not that question, was: Is it possible that God created the, the Earth in six days, like it says in the Bible? But you see, and you watch the film, it comes down to what well, six days for God is completely different than man's six days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. But they but they do the scientific thing and it's all to do with light speed and you know it's way over my head. But the way they way these on the movie they explain it to people because the people that ask the question are are not physicists, so they have to come down to their level or, or that level and speak in plain English, mm. no scientific or legal mumble jumble, plain English, so people can follow along and understand. And it's irrefutable. And I don't care what Hawking Stephen Hawking says. I think that's why he's in the wheelchair. <laughs> <clears throat> You because know, he's, maybe he's never been a believer in God and God, well, you know, I'll just keep doing this until you figure it out. One one of these lifetimes are going to go, hey, maybe it's because I don't believe in God, but I'm in this wheelchair all the time. We have this, this stuff that's happening in my life. But anyhow, yes, I'm done. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much again, and uh, we look forward to you coming on again in the future to update us on whatever else uh, you can enlighten us with. Um Everybody, I thank you for coming. It's been fun, and I love you all. Take care of each other, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Good night, everybody. Love you. Thanks, Angela. Thank you.